Rhea and Isolde were always together. Twins in shape and spirit, blood of their blood. From birth under the azure skies and golden fields of Gavni, to their abroad studies in Nefalia and its ever-encroaching mists, and the travels with their stuffy parents on business to places like Stensia. And when one fell, their carriage turned and destroyed, their parents exsanguinated, lost. They fell together. And there was nothing that Streffen Moore liked more than vanity. A match set, immaculate before the blood marks against their feet. He put in care, his focus on his new pets, soldiers, dolls. Eventually he grew bored and moved on. But Raya and Isolde were still together, still strong together. And the world was so weak to the wills of those willing to put in the effort and the charms of young children. A hidden vampire was more than enough for most. But they continued to learn their might of magic and skill. They had an eternity to learn. As long as they were together, they would never fall again. As long as they were together, anyway. Hi there, Internet. I don't know if this part will actively be included. Depends on Matt's editing opinions. Matt, if you think this should just be, like, cut together with the previous one, that's fine. If you think that ends up being too long, feel free to not do that. I leave the discretion up to you. If you are listening to this, Internet, hello! Welcome back to uh, Curse of Innistrad. In this uh, blood and rain-soaked battle happening at the stormy back of the graveyard. Fences gone, traps repaired, and plan ready to go into motion, the vampires have sent a heavy onslaught, a number of individuals, to assault the area, including three uh, more trusted and more powerful members of uh, Mora Estate. An executioner, um, exterminator, excuse me, equipped with a number of crossbows, including the powerful weapon they saw previously at Kresk, uh, and two twins, one wielder of powerful magics and the other... Um, owner of some strange dagger that seems to have uh, dark magics contained within. Um, many swarmed on this place. Uh, battle had already taken hold. Uh, Nick had been fu uh, was felled by a series of crossbow bolts, uh, very large crossbow bolts. A number of other people were injured. Conrad was similarly felled by the young girl with the dark weapon, but found himself rising back up, now in the form of a snarling beast. Um... The specifics of combat, if you uh, depending on timing, again, if this is up with the other, you might want to have to go back and listen. This is not necessarily the best part to come right in, but I'm certain you can get through it. So, with that in mind, we cut back to the rain and storm-strewed fields, sounds of whipping winds and thunderous blasts of lightning, both close and in the distance. Uh, not deafening, but bringing background noise that fills up the air to the fight. Uh, let's see... We start off in order with this young uh, vampire girl currently now near the large uh, werewolf having expanded and collapsed against the ground. Uh, Conrad just needs his coffee. She eyes him up carefully, um, a stony expression on her face, before sliding the blade against a silky smooth part of her skin, making a thin trail of blood come out and touch the red gem. It flares up with a deep, 
almost black flame. And she takes a moment to turn away from the wolf and look towards... Oh, the large wolf, excuse me, and look to the wolf at her side. And makes a sweeping motion. Oh, no. Uh, I'm going to think a 24 hits... Oop, I did not mean to drag that yet. I'm going to think a 24 hits uh, you... Sure. Oh no, we might have to finally cancel the joke that's been running for like 15 sessions too long. No! Um, let's see. That is 10 points of piercing damage and 15 points of necrotic damage. But the necrotic damage itself kills it. So this is like negative 25. Does that double his, is that like more negative than his HP total? I what is his think total? so. Let me check. Uh, four times Ranger. We're at seven, so 24. Let's see. That tanks him down. How much was it total? Four, four times seven wouldn't be 24. Four times seven would be 28. 28. So it's 10 Pierce, 15 Necrotic? Yes. So he's he's definitely down, but not dead. Um, She makes a slashing sweep of the blade, and this line of almost darkness leaking black and red trails behind her as she shoots at high velocity past you ending up behind him uh the dog falling down to the ground unconscious from her new position however further away from the uh wolf and horse and the archers at uh attacking at her she takes a look back to the other direction to her sister and begins to flee towards her sister Okay, that brings us to Grove. Um, you have seen your companion fall, uh, collapse to the ground, and you have also seen and heard the vicious ripping noises and heavy breathing and slamming against the earth in front of you at the foot of the church. The shape of Conrad no longer being the shape of Conrad. Time to move. He would go after the dog, but there's not in, not with a werewolf between him, literally. Yeah, literally. Uh, let's see. You can move 30. We'll move to the top of the church, to like the middle of it, and see what the fuck is going on. Sure. Um, are you trying to see anything in particular, or just get like a general view of things? Just, just, just run it like, noses a werewolf down there, and just going to go see what's happening back here, since he hasn't actually had a chance to see anything. Make me a perception check. Do, do, do. <laughs> Four, sixteen. Okay, in the rain and storm, the many uh, different amounts of water and darkness and everything about you, it's a bit hard to see through the unkempt graveyard. But uh, from your vantage point, you manage to get a good enough view, and you can see uh, several figures back there, some seemingly entangled up with your allies, but you manage to see a, quite a bit away from you... Um, what seems to be the body of Nick crumpled up against the side of one of the mausoleums. Alright. What to do? Faustus is outside. Um, Easily the most well-lit area that there are a number of torches and light pouring from the church itself uh, is uh, stemming from this area where a number of shrubbery and oil seems to be ablaze with bright red flames and you can see the scorched remain of one remains of one vampire and another barely holding on 
Yeah, and depending, he probably catches the end of the haste spell or an afterglow as Grimhild's moving faster. For sure. That is definitely reasonable. I think at this point, then, I will... Can I do... I'll, I'll hold an action to shoot... Uh, also, can I see the, I guess, the the battle twin instead of the magic twin from here as well? Uh, yes, yes, you can. Okay. She is far enough out. She is no longer under the lip of anything. And I'll, even raised up, you can see her from here. I'll hold action for if the exterminator moves towards Nick. So, like, if the guy gets within diagonally, like, 15 feet of Nick. Sure. I'll shoot him. But I'll hold okay. till now. All right. Uh, make me a uh, death saving throw for your dog there. What's that? Uh, just a d20. Straight up d20. Okay. Save the pup. No, you're mistaken. The, the dog automatically passes all death saves. The dog got a nat one. So that's do- two. Uh, Luckily, there is no... Uh, I don't think it does do two on crit, crit fails. Let me check, though. Well, they just strip aren't any crit fails anymore, just automatic failures. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. There's a few cases where things care about ones, but for the most part, they don't. Uh, for now, you can just mark off one failed death save. And I'll just double check the other one in a second, but yeah, it's probably fine. Okay. So with that out of the way, that brings us to... Uh, our man Ismark. <laughs> uh, having successfully lured this uh, cocky vampire to fall down to the spike traps, who is pinned against the many wooden stakes at the bottom of it, some jutting up through ribs and another one piercing a section of neck. Uh, he uh, quickly strolls over until he is over top of it. Uh, let's see. Yeah, he will just take uh, a wooden shaft he had at his side prepared for uh, slaying such creatures and just jab it down to the back of this vampire. <laughs> okay, well, I didn't need to roll a second roll because that was a crit on the first one. Yes, you do need three failures uh, for in the chat. Death, uh, death, fail, uh, death saving throws. If you fail three times, you die. If ever you take damage, you automatically lose a, lose a death saving throw. If ever you get crit, you lose two death saving throws. And attacks again, melee attacks against you while you're unconscious are automatic crits. And then if you pass, all, if you pass three death saving throws, you stabilize and you're fine. Like you're still unconscious, but you're fine. If you get healed, they all go away. You get back up. Everything's great again so um, he's gonna, this guy's walking up and staking this vampire in the back after his horrible pratfall yeah basically wouldn't you dick. oh no oh um, and that one is two failures oh i was checking that one part okay that's good to know oh if you roll a 20 though you get a hit point yes you got a hit point and you come back immediately but oh, so that sick. is two failures down on the dog save the pup uh i'm not really in the place for that right now you might be specifically antithesis of that. Like, I might wield it. Uh, either way, so he got a uh, nat 20 on that roll to stake this already down vampire. Didn't even need the advantage from its prone state. <laughs> his damage, he rolled his ass, though. So <laughs> He stabs down at it and kind of... The vampire keeps wiggling about in the fallen nest of a pit. And you hear Ismark grunting from his position, just, just die already. <laughs> You're being very inconvenient. Being a wiggle boy. He only ended up doing like five damage. He rolled like ass. No, it would be seven actually, but okay. Um, so that brings us to after him. Uh, Victor here. Let's see. 
from his vantage point and uh, up in the sky, he uh, spins in place a couple of times, quickly gaining his uh, surroundings in a similar way to Grove. Uh, but as he looks back to the retreating vampires down to the south, he uh, promptly moves uh, soaring through the air, a single crooked leg, hands extended. Um, more towards the north to approach the uh, other bands of vampires. And where's his spell list? There we go. Sure. Um, seeing the uh, dangerous glow left behind from uh, and the menacing appearance of the vampire um, that had uh, felled Nick, he extends a hand outwards with a series of small motions and spoken words that get lost amidst the wind. And from his palm launches a bead of flame that streaks across the sky and impacts into the ground directly in front of this vampire, exploding out in a billowing blossom of flame. We'll make the save. But that is still... Okay, roll roll more ones, Victor, please. Thanks. All right, well... <laughs> Damn it, Victor. A whole, a whole twelve damage, boy. Um, it collides into the ground and kicks up a crater of now baked mud. Uh, the rain-slicked ground absorbing uh, much of the heat, but it sizzles and steam even more occludes that section of the map. Let's see. You all were very <laughs> backloading the initiative. I apologize. Getting back into it makes the flow a little odd. Um, so, let's see. This incredibly wounded vampire up to the north puts a hand on the side of his face and pulls it away, pieces of cracking skin coming off and blackening in his hand. He looks outwards with horror over towards you, Faustus, before turning and running at high speed away. Um, we'll have to deal with that one if we can. He mutters to himself. Let's see. Across from you, Grimhild, the one uh, kind of tangled amongst the uh, machines, wraps his way around to get closer to you. Uh, bring forward a longsword that he swings uh, with some precision, though sluggish, especially in your current state where everything appears to be slow in the world around you. Uh, that is a 21 to hit, though, so probably still hits. Yeah. How much does haste give you? Two or four? Two. Two. That's just what? What? Haste gives you plus two. Oh, Okay. Yeah, it still barely hits, unfortunately. Yeah, he rolled well. I'll copy it into the roll 20 chat. It's bullshit. He crits, take 50 damage. No! (laughs) He didn't crit, luckily. Man, I could be way better organized for this stuff. (laughs) Um, okay, here we are. Um, take, uh... Eight slashing damage. Uh, as he brings it across your chest, that uh, digs in a little bit, but you pull yourself away before it gets to anything vital. Um, however, he follows up with a second swing, trying to jab inward. That one is uh, an eight to hit. Does that hit? It does not. Also, I'm sure? going to spend a superiority die to repost. Okay. He makes uh, a clumsy stab following that second slash, and this time you see it very clearly, the trail of blood it leaves behind. And I don't suppose I can take out the Silver Dawn 
as part of this, so I'm just going to shoot him in the face? No, you can't take it out. Okay, then I'll just shoot him in the face, which I can okay. point blank with no problem. Yes. Okay, what would I get? For fuck's sake, that's fine. Rolling dice is stupid. No one actually likes to roll dice. What'd you get? I've, I've never been a fan myself. <laughs> Don't worry about it. It's fine. It's fine. Did So did you fail then? I probably, unless he has a 12 AC, I missed. Okay, uh, yeah, I'm not looking at that. Um, okay, yeah, so he slides and attempts this clumsy stab that would be graceful by most people's means, but especially in your state and in general your training, you know, is slow and impractical. And you weave over to the side of it and raise up a crossbow to point at the side at his forehead. But he at least seems to have some recollection about himself and drops himself uh, kind of down, hunkering so that the bolt flies over him. He comes back to uh, full height, staring at you, this obnoxious smirk on his face, despite the number of crossbow bolts already sticking out of various parts of his body. Arrogant to the end, as all vampires are. Let's see, the one in the pit does not extract himself from the stakes as he attempts to shove himself out, trying to kind of grab at the ones piercing his arms to push himself outward. Instead, his wriggling kind of slides him down a bit further, uh, uh, uncomfortable whimpering echoing up from the hole. Uh, let's see. This one, however... He can't... Uh, okay, so... A bit further to the west, however, one of the vampires who had been relatively undetected and unbothered by some of the traps set in place pulls a dagger from his side, a few spare knives, kind of testingly makes a few partial uh, swings, and then with the tip held between his fingers and then flings it arcing end over end where it sails up and embeds in Victor's back. A handful of damage. Victor's Uh, heart explodes. (laughs) He's already dead. It sails upward and uh, you can hear the, uh, well, no, the storm is too loud, but there is the visible shake of his body up in the sky as he is impacted by it. It doesn't seem to have gone incredibly too deep, though he does seem to be harmed. But more importantly, his concentration wavers, and he falls from the sky. <laughs> Let's see. Determine that's how high up he was. So, 25 additional damage as he collapses out of the sky and impacts heavily with a crack into the dirt. All right, guys. It's been fun playing TPK. We're fine. All we really need is Grimhild and Conrad. It, yeah, you just need one person to live, and you Plus won. Grove and Illyria are still perfectly fine. Yeah, this is just Act 2. Why? Mm. Mm. Victor, Victor, why were you... Mm. I'm, I'm feeling so loved right now. Victor, you stupid you stupid jerk. What are you doing? I why, mean... Why is I'm he so bad? Did he just fuck his concentration check, basically? Yeah, he failed his concentration check. Jesus Christ. Is he still? Uh, unfortunately, they don't have the uh, the fable of Icarus here on Innistrad. What, what did you no, say? No, that Ken? sounds like I said. Is he still standing? He seems to still be moving, but he's not standing. His back is flat against the ground. Okay, but is he unconscious or is he conscious? He doesn't seem to be unconscious. He seems to be in a lot of pain, but not I mean, unconscious. Like, he's close to our level, if not our level or higher. So he probably has some hit points. Uh. He's close, but I'm pretty sure he's lower level than us. He was the last time we compared. <clears throat> okay, so uh, all I'm saying is I'm the only person right now who has cure spells, and the other one is furry and dangerous. And I've got to keep this lightning storm going. Also, he doesn't have any cure spells. He used them before the fight. That's true too. Good. Now we don't have to worry about it. Yeah, there you go. 
Uh, all right. Um, I would like Nick and the dog to live. If the dog dies, there's a thing I can do that me and Kevin talked about this, at Gen Con. One of the twins, the one still spurred on by uh, holy magics and fear, continues her mad sprint to uh, evacuate the area, running from the uh, werewolf before her. Now, question, I should Max. say behind her. Because she left the map, does that mean she can come back? I mean, yes. Like, <laughs> this is not like a video game. <laughs> like, she zones out, right. chucks a potion, zones back in. Yeah, Sharpens her weapon. Yeah, right. Her mind. Yep. Probably Wait. pops a couple of rations. Comes back, to in the back. Take some demon drugs. I love demon <laughs> those drugs. Those probably exist here. Demon drugs are so good. Just Luckily, she doesn't need to bring a paintball anymore. Oh shit, she brought Micah demon drugs. Uh, an ancient potion? Fuck. Fuck. Uh, alright. So, with that out of the way, Illyria, it is your turn. Hi. You are now standing solely at the front of the church uh, rooftop. The storm still raging around you and a werewolf beneath you. And a dead dog and a probably fairly unsure white horse. Skittish at the least. His at minimum. steps are uncertain, uh, kind of clumping what? and splashing into the mud. What does the empathic and telepathic link between him and the werewolf do to him? It's it's just a, a reverb of cre- of screaming. Conrad is screaming at the horse, who is then screaming at Conrad, screaming at him, who then screams at Conrad. It's just chaos and noise and screaming. I mean, you're probably closer than you think. Uh, yeah, I'm just gonna lightning bolt non-magic twin. Uh, oh, you call lightning? It's a very important distinction. Yes, I I can't use lightning bolt personally. No, I'm gonna do that. What is the range on the call lightning? I'm certain you have it. I'm 120 feet. Cool. So I can basically, from this church, hit everybody except the exterminator. Yeah, he's pretty far north. All right, cool. He's 140. I measured. Sure. So um, uh, She has to do a dex check. Well, against what, DC? 14. Uh, Passes. All right. I mean, she only takes half damage. Yes. And I believe you did this at level, but you had an additional one for the storm. Yeah, I get 4d10 instead of 3d10. Yes. Um, do I roll up or down for damage? Uh, I generally roll down for players and up for monsters, because who gives a shit? That's the one thing I'll do to specifically favor players. Alright, so 14 damage then. Cool. Alright. Um, from your vantage point, you can see the young vampire who has already done so much damage to your friends on the ground. And you manage to focus intensely on the ground beneath her and feel the rumble of the sky and the earth and find the point where they will intersect. And a large crackling bolt of forking red lightning collides into the ground with another pop and roar. Many pieces. Forking lightning. (laughs) Dang, forking lightning. Very, very frightening. Uh, Pieces of earth and mud splatter up around her, and you see the electricity crackle through her body, passing through her hair, some of it standing on end. Can I see? She pushes herself out of the way of the main bolt, but no, nothing of that sort. (laughs) She she pushes herself away from the main bolt, but still the arcing pieces lick her body. All right. Uh, Do you have anything else you're doing with your turn? This licking lightning is bad, too. (laughs) Uh, nothing I can do without losing concentration, and at this point, that's important. Okay. Is to keep the concentration. Uh, you can cast stuff that doesn't have a duration without losing concentration. This is true. But she only has a bonus action left because it's a full action to use called lightning. Yeah. Okay. Um, but yes, you can can cast spells that aren't concentration spells. You can only maintain one concentration spell at a time. 
Okay, well that's good to know. Either way, um, the thing I would do that's that would potentially be a non-concentration thing has a werewolf in the way of it. And that werewolf doesn't know that I'm a friend right now. Okay, so, um, the exterminator pulls once again out his larger crossbow and takes the time to feed another foot-long piece of metal glowing softly red as he strolls downwards, uh, along the ground, ignoring the fallen body of the man who had been rushing to meet him. Um, as he preps it up, he will take aim at... Yeah, actually, he'll shift over here. Um, I'd say that's close enough for what you were looking for, Gro. Right? Yes. Alright. Roll on d20 plus 11. Yes. Does an 18 hit? Uh, yes. Yes, it will. Uh, 1d8. Nine. Okay. You take careful aim and release, and through the torrent of rain, it passes through the darkness and impacts into this man's shoulder, lit up by the strangely illuminated bolt in his immense crossbow. He looks down, kind of confused at it, and then looks over to you, where he had been leveling his crossbow to something at his uh, place before. He now instead raises it up and points it in your direction. That is a 20 to hit. All right. That is 12 points of piercing damage. Okay. Yep. The, uh, that honestly doesn't seem too bad. Yeah, he rolled pretty low on his damage. Okay. Uh, the bolt whips through it in a very straight path, arcing a line of very bright, saturated red as it arcs towards you, and you barely have enough time to move your body so that it catches into a corner of your cloak and flesh and f- continues flying past, streaking outwards past the south. Uh, it was your nimbleness that allowed you to avoid being caught center of mass by it and carried alongside it off the roof of the church. I was mostly waiting for the and in uh, Max's damage there. Nope, it doesn't have different types. It only does one. It normally does a lot. <laughs> uh, okay. That will bring okay, us... Okay, I kept Nick from getting fucking one in the head, two in, or two in the head, two in the chest. <laughs> he wants to go shoot Conrad. Yes. You are warm, big, powerful, and angry. But amongst everything else, you are hungry. What do you do? So hungry, you could eat a horse. <laughs> I mean, this is true, actually. Does someone have a Snickers? Conrad isn't himself when he's hungry. There's not enough Snickers in the world. I'm at 40 HP here. Should I be that high? Uh, yes. Yes, you. Yes, you should. I see. Who boy. I say, uh, go snack on a vampire. Maybe well, an exterminating firstly, one? Firstly, go ahead and add another 10 HP. Start right. the turn. Oh, great. Um, do I recall the things that happened, like, vaguely before... I went not, down. not your, not the facts, only the emotions. Let's see. Not much for another thing's kill. So I think the thing that's fleeing. Sure. Let's see. I toasted One, your snack for you. Three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Hmm. How's charge work again? There is no charge. There is dash right. where you can give up your action to basically just move again. But, you know, you won't be able to attack this turn. Huh. Well, that is as far as I can. That's as far as I can get, apparently. And I mean, be ready you're not going to attack. Any, you're not going to attack anyone. Anyway. Oh, I also forgot to mention uh, for your arm attacks, you have reach as well. 
So five. That was that's a wooden hit. Yeah, it's additional five feet. But. Yeah. So close. <clears throat> I suppose I'll just go for a uh, for a dash move. Okay. Your claws <laughs> dig into the dirt, gravel, and stone, and you fling yourself bodily, making this sort of knuckling path, but using your claws for greater grip as you skid along the ground, and you carve these deep furrows into the earth as you grab onto it and use it to steer yourself around, swinging around this uh, newfound prey, this young body fleeing you that has inspired many feelings to you already, but now seems to be fleeing from your new form. <laughs> She doesn't exactly seem scared, but she is definitely smaller than you and hurting. All right. Um, so I guess that's me. Okay. Um, Nick, go ahead and make me a death saving throw there. Already? I believe you passed your first one. I, I did. You hit a 20. Was Wait, it 20 did... Oh, you're saying now. It would be okay. good to hit a 20 now. Yes. Because is... I didn't know what I got last time. I know I passed it. Oh. Yeah, it wasn't a 20. I would have. I'm saying get one now. Yeah, it would be great if you did. So that knocks me down to nothing or one. No, no, it, it's it's yeah, it's not. They're not counter. They're not like minus one counters and plus one counters. They're uh, each one accumulates. Yeah, each one accumulates. Okay. Whichever one hits three first is the big point. <laughs> um, OK. Um, Brimhild. Yeah, go all Matrix yes. on him. OK, it is your Certainly. turn. Uh, yeah, crossbows go away and big old honking sword comes out. The vampire watches you, again, sort of smugly at first, his blade at his side, readying it up. But his eyes clearly shift the attention of the extremely large sword you pull from your back and focus a bit on that now. His expression shifting just ever so slightly down. New. Well, I'm, I'm going to let him look at it closer. Much closer. I'm going to stab him with it, is what I'm saying. In case that wasn't sure. patently obvious. Unless I miss, which is also... Potentially, things can happen. I do not. 19. That hits, yes? That'll definitely hit. I do 11 points of slashing damage. Uh, yeah, you move forward and slash this deep into his chest. It only stops when you feel it grinding against bone, and you pull it down. Uh, you're pretty sure severing a few ribs on the way. Kind of lean back, one hand held over his now very exposed chest. Uh, not exactly trying to stem the blood, but a reflex to just hold it in place. Then I bring it back up. Yeah, going to also hit. <laughs> Again. Okay, did, that's weird, and it bothers me that I rolled the same, which yeah. is... Uh, yeah, still 11. Again. I mean, if you want to just try it again just to see like if the damage will change for next time, not this time. No, no, that's fine. Okay, anyway. Uh, yeah, this time you just bring it sideways, horizontally, and it barely pauses for a moment to cleave through the vertebrae in his neck. The head lops off and rolls down against the ground. Okay, then I'm going to move one, two, three, four, five, six. Um, this hmm. is great. Grimhild is like Sherlock Holmes now. So the problem uh, is, remember you also get increased movement from haste. I'm pretty sure. Yep, double movement speed. Right. So I'm going to move up to. Uh, so okay, one, two, three, four. Give him a potion. Five, six. Uh, yeah, you can, use the, you can use the extra action to give a potion. I'm pretty sure that works. Yeah. Um, if I don't have to move that extra diagonal, actually, I would like to end up next to this guy here. I think I could do. Yeah, because I was here. One, two. Getting in his face. Yeah. All right. So what what sort of potion is this that you pour down it's next to it? Super healing potion. The big one with the red thing on it. The red uh, the thing with the mysterious red thing on it. 
Cool. Uh, oh, boy. Yo, Nick, uh, make me a constitution save. <laughs> okay. Oh, no. I know I was, what this one does. I'm so excited. I was told it was a healing potion. It was packaged alongside healing potions. It looks like a healing potion. That's a five. No, I think... Uh, oh, you're a slime man now. You have uh, I think Faustus had identified it. He said it was it was a healing potion that should only be used by the tougher members of the party. Is that you what you said? You did, uh, even if you said that, that's not what I specifically said. It said it looks like a healing potion. It just had a different uh, label and you're unsure. Un- okay. It's fine, everyone. It's fine. It'll be great. I remember what it is. I'm glad they all forgot about it. <laughs> no, no, no. We didn't forget about it. I was never told what it was. I mean, yeah, you guys didn't know. It's fine. So I apologize. If you're dead now. Uh, How dead am I? So firstly, fail a death saving throw, because, uh, yeah, it's poison. Awesome. Uh, And if you happen to get back up, you are considered poisoned. What? Just poison. It was just poison. Yeah. Wait, did it? I'm going to kill Faustus after this. I I told you all the information I had at the time. I don't remember what information I had. You told me it was a healing potion. And you gave it specifically to me. So I think that maybe you did know what it was. (laughs) Here, here, we'll take a moment aside for me to explain the original context. You got it in a box that was uh, full of of potions that you ended up procuring as your reward pool from the Bitter Hearts when you went there after uh, saving the daughter, right? You bought it. You got a box. There were a bunch of them that had healing potions with white lids, and several with healing potions with red lids. Less less ones with red lids. They looked very similar, but also seemed a bit more viscous. And that's about all you really got out of it. Uh, for a while, you guys were ve- uh, were wary of them for one reason or another, uh, which I mean is fair. Like they were labeled differently and looked similar, so that's already odd. But that's about it. Uh, not exactly, <laughs> Travis. All right. Anyway. That's literally all I had. Yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not blaming you for that. No, I know you're not. Um, Either way, as you pour the liquid down Nick's throat and give a kind of tip up to his head so that it would roll further down, you see his body kind of seize a little bit and his eyes don't seem to flicker open or get much better. He's a little purple colored now. Great. I'm really sorry, Axe. I believe Ten's fine. I'm pretty sure it's below 10 is fail. Um, yeah, 10 is a success. Yeah. Oh, so it's 55-45 rather than 50-50. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Correct. Wow, saved by one point. <laughs> yep. Um, someone else could get there by the, by the point between then anyway. Um, I, I anyway. don't think so. <laughs> nah, there's no way. I'm going to go like grab a snack real quick. All right. So uh, you continue moving past, however, not much really more that you can do. And you end up next to the uh, dark-skinned vampire, still holding on to the immense crossbow. He eyes you as you approach, uh, sizing you up in a very professional sort of hunter way. Not just a hunter of beasts, obviously. Very similar to the type of hunting you do, the sizing up of threat. Um, let's see, and that was all your actions to do that, so. Mm-hmm. Well, you have a bonus action still, if you have anything you want to do. Um... I don't think there's much I can... I don't really need to drag him close to me, and that doesn't do a ton of damage. So I think I am good for the moment. Okay. Um, That brings us to Faustus. All right, I'm just checking stuff out. Damn it, that sucks. I think I can get, like, three spaces away with a healing potion. In this turn, or you mean between all the turns? 
uh, this turn. I mean, that's fine because again, like he made that save preemptively. He's going to be fine. <laughs> Unless well, someone he, attacks he made, him, he's going to be fine. Well, he made the save, but he's not getting up, right? He's still 50-50 for death next turn. He made this other save preemptively. Like, he's making it before what his turn coming up will be. Like, I didn't tell him to make that saving throw. Axe just was making it ahead of time to see if he was going to die because he wanted to save his time on that. So basically, this next turn is going to come about. He would we make that save. Two turns to get to him, you have two turns to get to him. You have this turn and your next turn to get to him before you even have okay. to check again. All right. Anyway, Faustus will go one, two, three, four, five, six. Uh, yeah, that works. He'll say, come tangle with someone closer to your own age. And he'll fire a, which, what was that one called? It is, it is worth noting, uh, for if you're wanting to plan out for doing any healing. Uh, po- giving someone else a potion is a full action. We're giving it to yourself as a bonus. Hmm. Wait, but I thought Grimhild gave him the potion as a bonus action. No, she gave it with her second action because she has haste. She has haste, ah. yeah. Wait, so it only took her one one action to poison him? Yeah, a regular action to put down a yeah to, uh, yep. the potion down his throat. It takes an action to put, put uh, a potion down someone's throat. Well, then why did did you just say it was a full round action? Not not a full round, just a regular action. As you said, to it was a full action. action. Oh, okay. I'm just making sure that you know, because, like, you'd still need to get next to him, and that's more than 30 feet away? It is, yes, but I'm so not, I'm not done. This turn. Oh, I, I know what you're doing. Never mind. You're good. You're good. Then. Yeah. I was just thinking, assuming you're going to dash. I just wanted to make sure you had your time frame set in mind. No, he's uh, walking, and he will cast uh, what hits hardest against this guy. So I can't remember. Are the, the vampires here classed as uh, undead? undead? But they can take necrotic damage still. They can. Uh, they are somewhat resistant to it, but they can and still be hurt. Blight does by it. nothing to them. Yeah, light doesn't bother them. Sunlight doesn't do that. No, blight. Blight, it does. B l i g h t. Yeah, it does. It does damage to undead. I'm pretty sure. Excuse me. Thought I was thought I was told blight did nothing to them. Right. Uh, if, if it, it does necrotic damage, damage, then most undead are immune or weak or strong against it. Yeah, it's resist. They'd be resistant to it, but it would still hurt them. Yeah, although. This one, I think. Sorry, let me let me look up what it's the rules real quick. That's cool. We'll just edit this part out. I've got the 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 word document one open. Uh, chill touch, page two hundred two. Oh yeah, chill touch. Um, I mean, it'll do regular ass necrotic damage. It'll shut down its regen if it has any up. Okay. And then also, uh, that was my question. If it shut his regen down. Yeah, that he regen is healing. So. Yeah. So he will. He'll cast a chill touch, pointing a finger at him, and uh. Letting the black bolt. Oh, black the ghostly hand. Excuse me. Oh, yeah, that's right. Sorry, I was right of sickness. Yeah, this is a uh, this is a ghostly hand. You got you're going to tickle their organs. Yeah, hard. 1d8 necrotic damage. Oof, unless you well, do more than that. Yeah, it's 2d8 for me now. Oh, is yeah, it? Cantrips, can't can't level up alongside you. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Yep. OK, uh, roll to 12. So, the oh. bonus should be more than enough. Plus yeah, the nine, bonus is twenty-one. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> that's good enough to hit. Oh, you're targeting the exterminator? No, I'm targeting the vampire next to Victor. Oh, that one. Okay, cool. Yeah, that'll definitely hit. Seven, eight, fifteen. Decent okay, roll 15 on damage. damage. That, yeah, that's not bad. Um, that's almost maxed, halved, but but still, that's pretty good. Yeah. Also, he gets disadvantage if he attacks me. Apparently, yes, because but he not anyone else control their dead organs. <laughs> All right, okay. and then since, I, since I've only casted a cantrip, I will use my bonus action to cast Misty Step. Okay. One, 
two, three. Are we doing our diagonals extra movement or the same? Uh, no, the diagonals the same. Okay. One, two, three, four, five, six. I'll misty step to there. And now I'm done. Were you here or here? I'm no longer certain. He was here before misty stepping. Oh, okay. Two, three, then four. I only have two more. four steps. Yeah. All right, there. And you crouch and take cover from the scary vampire man. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And as you slip between space and emerge next to the uh, tombstone, uh, we come back to the start of the round. Uh, let's see. Conrad, uh, the young vampire girl standing before you, so diminutive compared to your huge bulk, uh, makes a kind of shifting feint to one side, and your eyes track her before she comes back towards your chest, the point of the dagger aimed directly at you. That is a 22 to hit. Okay. That will be... Uh, that will be... 10 points of piercing damage. Okay. And uh, three points of necrotic damage. Okay. As it sinks into your chest, you feel a pain and like this constriction in your muscles, uh, followed as she makes a, an immediate secondary jab uh, at a different part of your chest. Uh, that is a natural 19. I don't know what. Uh, add up to, let's see. 28. Yeah, it'll hit. <laughs> Another uh, 10 points of piercing damage and five points of necrotic damage. Okay. She makes these deep cuts that ache to through the flesh, to the bone, but you stay your bulk above her, kind of hulking. She rounds you, but doesn't just kind of circles, trying to keep her balance, not giving you a chance to strike yet. Um, Grove, uh, it is to you. I don't think 1d2 is what you need. <laughs> 1d2 dash. No. Okay, 10, so it's a save. Yep, so one save, one fail. Or two um, fails. <clears throat> one, one fail. Two fails. It was the natural one. We, we found the information on it. Oh, it, it two was? Fails. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's the flip side of the 20 instantly getting you up. Um. Let's see. So, Conrad, what'd you do with your horse? It's still there. You can it didn't see do it. anything. Oh, yeah, I suppose Ruprecht, in like a bit of confusion, tries to move off to the side, uh, following along to some degree, but not really approaching too close. He's confused and fretting, but he knows it's not his place. Okay. I'm counting something really fast. Oh, I could do that. Um. So, as a Warwolf Hantar, how again, I, I'll do another perception roll, I guess, to just uh, uh, see what's going on in the storm. It's what, do you want, what are you wanting to know? Well, so I, I've been facing forward. He was going to turn his back. He was going to turn around really quickly to see how Conrad and co are doing. I, I'd say you can see that. The bulk of a werewolf and his uh, graying coat is pretty easy to see from here. I think the other uh, question was going to be uh, to see how bad he looks. Because I don't know, uh, like, I, uh, outside of just Grove has hunted werewolves, it's hard to gauge not sure. great. how bad he is. Go ahead and make me the better of a nature survival or medicine check. Survival, nature, in medicine. All right, that's plus four. And which one is it? Uh, nature and survival are the same. Which one are you using? Let's do nature. That seems more fitting. All right. 
Uh, you gaze outward towards uh, the back of this beast, uh, dampening with rain and catching quite a... still speckled with mud and bearing small scraps of clothing and armor. Um, you can tell he's hurting, but werewolves are durable creatures. You don't tend to wear them down as much as you tend to kill them, right? Uh, if given time, this he could he will easily triumph. But on the other hand, if uh, he seems to be sagging and his muscles are a bit weak, who knows if he keeps chasing after dangerous prey if he'll survive it? Uh, I guess the other question then is: I don't have line of sight on. Do I still have it with the big fucking dog thing in front of me on the roof? To the, uh... The blade girl? one. Uh, yeah. sort of. You can see her in some of the, like, motions she's making, posturing with this, uh, werewolf. But it's not a great line of sight. Alright, I'm going to give Conrad an extra round of... I'll say, uh, I'll deal with, hopefully, this thing down here first. Uh, yeah, he'll turn around after trying to make observations. Um, sorry, I'm just checking what I can do really fast. Yeah, it's okay. Um, we don't do combat every day, so. Uh, okay, I'm gonna, I'm just shoot at this vampire. The, the exterminator again. Sure. Do, 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 do. 25 will hit. That'll definitely hit damage okay uh you fire off another shot this one even truer than the first and it grazes a section of his neck as he leans out of the way but you can see uh even from here like this kind of wince that he makes as he sets his head back into place okay and that was so his first the first shot i did was with the poison this one doesn't have the coating on it okay so this one is affected by it uh what is it to apply a coating is that a bonus action uh, I believe it's an action. Uh, let me find my notes. Because for things like oil and the like, it works in the same way. Okay, that's... I mean, you can, you can apply it to multiple pieces at once, worth noting. Uh, but it's one action to do it all. Yeah, no, that's fine. I'll, I'll use the bonus action to, to, to flick the thing into the two swords mode. And then okay. yeah, he'll just kind of sit up here and wait. All right, you flick the edge of your sword and the uh, of your bow... And you see as the wire kind of comes together and folds around one section, um, the uh, part connecting them uh, in the center where you draw back the arrow itself, splitting. And you move the two halves of the bow into position where the blades aim outwards, uh, well-fine-tuned pieces of material. Each one half of a ram's head at the bottom. He just looks at him like, these aren't doing shit, I really hope this works. <laughs> I was going to try something dumb next round. <clears throat> okay. Um and I guess I just I is there a dodge I can do? Let's see, since I haven't moved. Dodge, dodge is an action. Okay, I just haven't done my movement. That's fine. He'll just kinda not move this time. Okay. Um let's see. Uh Ismark seeing the uh fallen form of Victor turns away from the uh vampire in the pit who seems to be having enough trouble to begin with, and starts stepping towards Victor on the way over. Um pulling a short bow off his shoulder and firing a shot into the, uh, attempting to fire into the chest of the other vampire. That's incredibly awful, though. He misses. The shot goes wide, and you hear it clatter against one of the, and splinter against the, uh, gravestone nearby. The vampire looks to him smug as ever. 
I just melted his organs a little. A little. <laughs> Vampires are always smug, though, unless they're about to die. Um, okay. Uh, Victor, with kind of great pain, starts leaning himself back up, clutching at his side. Um, he is damp and completely covered in mud at this point, the entire lower half of his body caked in it. Um, but he looks up to the vampire in front of him uh, and sort of just does a half shrug and extends his hands towards the creature. Um, there is a blistering bright light of white blue that courses out with this sound snapping in the air. All around him, the rain and the earth and the mud turns in this kind of conal shape in front of him into ice. Let's see. Got to make a saving throw. Okay. <laughs> 41 points of cold damage as a large swath of tombstones and ground is just caked in this layer of rime and uh, frozen water. Even the rain seems to halt for a moment in that space as so many pieces fall down, now hardened. That was a pretty good attack. Let's go ahead and... One sec. Yeah, that's good enough. Uh, The vampire itself uh, is caked in the layer of ice, um, but makes a few kind of rolling motions to barely start breaking some of the layers on top of himself. And he steps forward shakily until he gets up to the young wizard and makes a driving swing with his sword that whiffs entirely as Victor just kind of steps back, the vampire slipping on some of the icy ground. He quickly regains his composure, though, and goes for a second swing that this time does connect, digging into the young wizard's chest, leaving a notable mark, but Victor doesn't shrug it off, but looks more incensed than in pain. Uh, let's see, this other one will try extricating itself. Um, this time it does successfully pull itself off of the stakes and barely manages to clamber out of the pit, looking disheveled and furious, hair falling in front of its face. He's just having a really bad day. Conrad, from where you are, you can see the younger, uh, the second of the two sisters, the one that has already left, uh, continuing to run off into the distance. <laughs> All right. Um, Illyria. 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 That's my name. So we have currently on our board four alive vampires, right? Yes. Non-magic girl by Conrad, dude who just got himself out of the worst pit of his life. Ice dude who Victor just took and then the exterminator. Yes. Everyone else is dead or not on the map. Correct. Okay. I will make the dude who just came out of the pit's life even worse. <laughs> sure. Uh, you have to do a dex roll against 14. He fails miserably. <laughs> oh, cool. He gets 40 10 of damage right to the face. Oh, geez. I don't know. Does a 5 beat you? If I heart of hearts, I want it to also cause knockback. <laughs> I do a 16 to him. <laughs> no. Okay. Right to the Poonji sticks. Here. Like, he uh, just crawled out, and it's awful, and he's trying to get his breath back. He's barely snap. stood up and started scraping layers of mud off the side of himself in huge handfuls, uh, trying to remove it from his bloodying wounds. He goes for the sword at his side. Uh, but uh, as he uh, raises the sword slightly up... He makes himself a lightning rod. 
as it crackles a bit with a red coloration. He looks at it oddly before a torrent of lightning falls from the sky, impacting into his forehead. His entire body steams and crackles, lines of red energy pouring out from him in just about every direction. He doesn't fall, but he stands there stunned, looking disheveled and confused and baffled in a way of something that has thought itself so dignified being brought to such a state like a cat when you remove it from uh, its sleeping place. But he is still alive? He is still alive. Barely. He'll fall fall victim to uh, Lord uh, Macaulay Culkin and his traps. I'm unsurprised. I'm just I feel kind of almost bad for that one. (laughs) Almost. He hasn't done shit. (laughs) I know. I almost feel bad for him. He's just gotten home alone all over the place. <laughs> uh, all right. Um, that brings us to this uh, exterminator friend. Grimhild, uh, from where you are now flanking next to the man, as he mentioned, he sizes you up and he places the large crossbow back behind his uh, and some sort of holster clapped into the uh, leather armor he has in a harness. And he pulls from his sides the two kind of black wood crossbows with uh, inlaid dark metal. And he brings them up to face you and lets loose a volley of shots. Um, 25, I think, will hit you. Nope. Damn. Uh, oh, well. This crossbow bolts. Shit. I should have known. Your inherent deflect missiles when you get into John Woo gunbath. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's just but roll. Don't make you jumping through right the now. air and saying, ah. Uh... Um... A 12 won't hit you, though. Correct. Uh, An 18 does or doesn't? 18 does not. Okay. So we'll just roll for the one. Uh, That is 10 points of piercing damage. Jeez. Fucking hand crossbow? Yeah. As he uh, aims with uh, deadly accuracy at first, and you feel it kind of impale into your side, um, catching some of your clothing and pinning it together uh, alongside with the armor. But he fires two more shots and you kind of occlude yourself with the edge of your coat and you feel the shots just pass through, ripping small holes rather than actually impacting into you at all. Question. Yes. Um, so Riposte says misses you with a melee attack. This is not a melee attack. This is a melee range, ranged attack. Yeah, but it's in melee. Uh, fine. Okay. There is a distinction. He's not necessarily reaching his arm towards you like you would have to with a melee attack. Have you never seen uh, Equilibrium? That's obviously how you do close-range gunfights. <laughs> um, I'm going to punch you with my bullets, motherfucker. He skirts the area and tries to line himself up behind one of the gravestones, getting to about half height to keeping him from those back at the church, but not keeping him from you. Mm-hmm. Uh, Conrad! Yes? Uh, go ahead and heal that 10 HP as your flesh knits back together and your organs beat at full power again. Okay. All right. I'm actually going to try and attack now. All right. Do it. Kill her. Let's see. You should probably kill her. I'm going to do my best. Eat the vampire, get some hit points back from eating the vampire, then go kill the other vampire that's running away. Get a couple d20s. Oh, boy. Um. Let's see. I assume a 27 hits. Yeah, 27 will hit. All right, so that's 12 damage on that one. On the <clears throat> claw. Okay. Uh, just well, that's about 17. Wait, no, uh, it's uh, 18, sorry. That will hit. For another 8 damage. Okay. And I've got a natural 20 on the bite. All right. 
Um, nom nom. Uh, you roll to confirm this system. It's been a long time since nope. I did a critical. You just roll your damage once, double the die value, and then add your addition. And that'll be 20 damage from the bite. All right. You let loose a flurry of attacks. You kind of get in this spinning battle with this uh, young vampire. She continues to try and stand her ground and keep her distance, uh, using the knife in between you as much as possible. But your immense arms and massive bulk just kind of push past, and you slam into her repeatedly, claws digging through uh, the edges of her cloth. Uh, digging beneath the clothing, and you can feel yourself catching against bone and flesh. And as you hold her into place with the two battering blows, you lean over and just bite into her uh, shoulder and pull back a huge chunk of flesh coming off in your mouth. She stands breathing shakily and ragged, still not exactly what you consider afraid, but wounded and probably not too much left in her. Okay. She gazes up at you as the blood splatters and falls down against the ground. Is there anything else you'd like to do? No, not particularly. Okay. Um, that brings us to... The horse! Nick, who already made his preemptive roll. I mean, the horse, yes. Oh, uh, and do I, can I save from poison now, or does that wait until, until I get up? Uh, uh, poison just gives you disadvantage. Poison varies on different things. It's not going to do more damage to you, though, so don't worry about that either way. Yeah, um, I just mean the poison condition. This particular poison is not something you save from, like, every round, though. Um, either way, so you made, you made the save for that one already. Mm-hmm. Okay, now, you, now you get to wake up from your uh, piercing wounds and wonder why your uh, digestive system is fucked. Grimhild. Yes? It's your turn. Oh, okay. Um, so I'm going to circle around him weirdly fast, but he's not used to that. And then I'm going to spend my inspiration to get advantage on this next attack, because fuck this guy. And I'm going to... Uh, you remember, yeah, you can actually declare the inspiration after the roll. That's true. Let me roll, and then I'll... Before yeah, you technically know if it hits, so, like, if you're unsure, <laughs> like, I don't I don't yeah. confirm, but you gotta see the number. I Let's see the problem. So I'll just roll again all of the way, and just use yeah, the first fine. number both yeah, times, because otherwise... Yeah, alright. Uh, yeah, and I'll bring the sword down in a glittery arc of moonlight. Yeah, I think I'm gonna spend inspiration on that. I wish that I... Okay, did I... Fucking hell. 17 probably doesn't hit either, does it? Uh, that just hits. Oh, okay, that's good. Good thing he didn't have a oh, wizard okay. casting. Um, hmm. I will make this a disarming attack because I don't want him to to be good at things. Uh, be nineteen slashing damage. Okay. And what is the saving throw against the disarming attack? Uh, DC sixteen, and it is a strength. Uh, does it disarm all weapons or? Uh, it disarms. I was going to drop one item of my choice that it's holding. So Which hand crossbow? The one that hurt me. Okay. Um, you move in right close up into a space uh, that he's not specifically comfortable with, and you swing upwards, kind of arcing the blade so it catches the edge of his hand. It digs in deep, and he tries to push back against it, but his only really way to maneuver around it and not just have you either sever the hand or his weapon is to drop the weapon against the ground. And he pulls back, holding at the deep cut at his wrist. He looks to you with a sort of smile on his lips. Uh, you see the pointed teeth and the blackened but gold eyes. I'd say Grimhild smiles, but it's definitely more of a snarl. <laughs> uh, then it comes back around. 22 hits. Uh, uh, yes, I, I get to reroll both of those because of my versatile weapon style. 
Uh, it doesn't say that I stop re-rolling. It says just if it's a two or a one, I re-roll. Uh, I think it's the first time you add on each. Um, let me see. Sorry for that. So fighting style. Everything when you roll. Okay, must use it. So okay, but still, that's better than it was. Yeah, that is going to be twelve damage. Okay. Okay, and then for my next action, that is free. I am going to hit him again with the silver dawn or attempt. Oh. Uh, yeah, that's that works. Yeah, that'll hit. Okay, we're gonna do fourteen points of damage that time. Okay. And I'm go- actually no. Let's let's say it's a pushing attack. I want to put him back in the line of fire of our wizards. <laughs> That's 19 damage uh, total for that okay. hit. And then once again, DC 18 save. Or DC 16. 16, not 18. 16. Uh, he still fails, though. How far does that push? Uh, I believe it pushes 10 feet. Let me see. Uh, pushing attack. Uh, oh, I pushed target up to 15 feet away. So yeah, I'll push him 15 feet away and then for my movement, get up on his grill and then my extra attack. You don't get extra attack more than once a turn. Oh, really? Yes. Um, okay. Then... <laughs> He'd make one of his potions. <laughs> Does he have any potions? Because I... Oh, this yeah, is he's... good. Now he's away from his other crossbow, too. So it'll come, cut down on how many attacks he can do per round. Um, uh, yeah, you, you let loose a f- series of furious blows, uh, striking him first along the hand that made him drop the crossbow. Another one catches into his torso. And the third one, you do a driving overhand strike that digs deep into his shoulder and pushes him back through the slurry and mud with a slurping <laughs> noise through it. Uh, another thing I'm going to use... Ah, fuck it. I'll hit him with a big spectral scythe. So he needs to do a deck saving throw... Which is 11 plus 4, 15. DC 15. DC 15, I'm just going to hit him with a big spectral halberd. Oh, you're going to use a bonus action attack? Yeah. Sure. Um, He passes that. Okay. Then he takes half of 1d10 damage. So he takes 2 points of damage. Okay. And that is my turn. Alright. Actually, no, 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 no. I'm going to move here. So circle around him, so that way he can't get back towards Nick or towards his weapon. Without taking an attack opportunity. Sure. Or disengaging. Okay. There we go. Okay. Uh, Faustus, it's your turn. All right. He uh, points a finger at Victor. Get the hell off the ground. And then he steps towards Nick and uh, pours a greater healing potion down his throat. Uh, Greater is 44 plus four, I believe. Yep. All right. So one, five, nine, 12, 16, 16 health. That's not bad. Yeah, Nick. pretty higher than average. You uh, come back to groggy consciousness um, and you flicker into the world of the storm and blurriness across your eyes, laying down against mud and stone. Many aches throughout your body, not least of which is this kind of burning, numbing sensation in your neck. You feel stiff, but you are conscious and alive. Navisit's name was on one of those bolts. Seems kind of superfluous now. He's still standing. Not for long. Yeah, Faust's will motion towards motion with his chin, and then uh, took two steps. Three, four, five, six. He'll start you heading t- towards the church. You turn and see Grimhild and him having some ridiculous DBZ bullshit. Yeah, really. <laughs> Again, John Woo, I think, is a little more accurate. Yeah. It's definitely some Wujai bullshit happening here, I guess, now that you've gone to sword. Um, okay. Until he uses the instant transmission, then you're in DPC. Hmm. So when do I stop being poisoned, then? 
Conrad. Yes. This young girl, uh, still bleeding, her flesh partially knits back together in front of you, the huge bloody section of removed flesh filling in, not still pink and raw, no skin yet. It's like an infinite sandwich. <laughs> infinite hot dog. Um, she steps forward, uh, kind of further up into your space, and strikes with surprising speed and alacrity uh, a hand out towards the side of your neck with a sort of hop. Uh, 22 to hit. That's a hit. Take a whole five points of piercing, of slashing damage, excuse me. Okay. Any um, necrotic? No. Okay. Not her, she did not strike with her dagger, just her open hand. Okay. But as she holds it onto that section of your neck, she swings herself up and brings her face towards the side of your neck, biting down into it. Wait, her hand does piercing damage? Slashing. I said slashing. I re- I changed it to slashing. I said piercing accidentally, but it's slashing. Mm. Uh, that will be a 20 to hit. You sent me my AC. You know it hits. Yep. Um, that is 13 points of necrotic damage. Sweet. And temporarily lower your max health by 13 as well. Okay. You feel your blood leave through the side of your neck where this uh, girl has bit, sunk her fangs into it. And you feel the warmth of the side. And as you kind of paw and claw her off, she allows herself to drop off, wiping the side of her face with the back of her rubby, uh, grubby cloak. She breathes outwards and you can see this sort of satisfaction on her. And furthermore, that space in the side of her neck that you built a uh, bit down into for having returned the favor, it seems to have filled in even more. Okay, uh, Grove, go ahead and make me that dog save. Super dead. No! It's calm. Nothing changes really about the state of this battle. As the breathing, heaving body of you out strewn across the grass ceases to move even in breathing labor grove travis i had muted my bad uh the 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 vampire in front of victor is he still frosty or has he got all of his stuff oh he it, it didn't actually like disable his movement really he's okay he's perfectly capable of moving uh he's quite injured as many pieces of his flesh broke off in layers of ice but I'll let the mage deal with that. I'll uh, I'll use a bonus action to transform this thing back, and then I'll take a shot at the exterminator again. Okay. At 20. Uh, yeah, all right. I, I guess that will hit. So I double the dice. Do I double the dice on the special ability as well? Yes, you do. Okay, so that's 1d6 plus 1d8 <sighs> plus 6. That's all right. So, 4, 14, 20? Oh, 18, 24. Oh, wait, no. Yeah, 24. Oh, you doubled the end as well? No, you're not. You, you didn't add oh, the 24. I'm not doing that. <laughs> you, just, you just took yeah. the second one. Yeah. Uh, yeah, all right. He gets knocked back 10 feet. To here. <laughs> He's just getting ping-ponged about. Uh, the arrow, as it flies from your bow kicks up the rain around it, and as it travels, seems to have a force on its own, pushing back the rain in streaks that fly off in every other direction. And as it impacts into his body, uh, as he stares at you, Grimhild, uh, reaching kind of itchily towards his side, uh, 
<laughs> you just watch as the arrow catches into his lower torso and launches him off another 10 feet to the side where he looks completely baffled. Um, he, he, it, 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 left, it, it, it left Grimhild's like, area of operation. Does he get to whack at, whack at it? That's unfortunately not how pushes work in this game. Ah, oh, damn it. Uh, no, he's not going to turn around for a while. Hopefully Conrad doesn't die. He's got other things to do. In other okay. places to avoid looking. <laughs> okay. Uh, Ismark, having heard the uh, words of, um, hey, uh, <laughs> don't uh, get off the ground, is going to wander back over this way, um, getting clear of the area that was mentioned out of confusion, uh, and approaching next to the still kind of shocked vampire. Just attempts to give, <laughs> give him a shove and push him back in. And the reason I cracked up laughing is he got a nat 20 on that. Great. <laughs> uh, that should so double that guy's falling damage or whatever. Yeah, I'll do that. So let's that. be honest, guys. Who, who smeared the uh, the spikes with uh, shit? <laughs> Someone must have. Didn't we actually do that? I don't remember. We put the anticoagulant or coagulant or whatever on it? I don't... Uh, yeah, I don't remember specifically what you did to those. I don't think... I think the idea was... Hey, that internet, remind us, did we actually smear shit on the spikes? Because I didn't think I shit. remember us doing well, it, but... We covered the stuff that Travis found. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, either way, <laughs> he, he falls down, and there's another, like... <clears throat> as uh, apparently one is jabbed through uh, the center of his mouth. Oh, God. Hot fuzz style? Kind of that, yeah. <laughs> That hurts really, really, alive, really and this bad. This is a tortured existence. <laughs> Poor fucking vampire. Um. All right, and then that brings us to uh, Victor, um, who just at the range he's at, uh, points his hand directly at the head of this vampire, um, and a streak of flame just pours from the fingertip and tries to collide into the vampire's face. That will succeed. What? How much health did this thing have left? Okay, doesn't quite kill him. Uh, the flame chars at the sides of his face, and you can see holes in his cheeks where the skin melts away. Uh, the vampire shrieks with anger and fear and pain, grabs at the sides of his face. And while he does so, uh, Victor just turns kind of to the side, gives a shrug back towards Faustus, and similarly takes a side step through a kind of shimmery blue fog and ends up on top of this nearby mausoleum. Much better. Uh, the incredibly enraged vampire uh, looks back and starts charging at this man, uh, reaching up to the edge and striking upwards with the sword at him, kind of an awkward angle. And it just clatters against the side of the mausoleum, stone and sword clanging. He seems to be acting without much focus. <laughs> The other vampire, in immense pain, slowly pries himself free of the sticks again and climbs out, grasping at the ground. <laughs> Wounds is still not close. <laughs> he comes up, looking upwards at Ismark with hatred in his eyes, but a pain, but pain, racking everything else. Uh, Illyria. Dead yet? <laughs> barely. <laughs> just barely. Like, None of these things have done like a ton of damage. They just keep happening. <laughs> hey, I kind of did damage. I mean, it didn't do bad damage. They just have, you know, a notable amount of health. And none of them are, like, doing, like, boatloads. They're just doing good amounts. Like, he's just going to hit many a time. All right. 
And what's your face is still alive down here. Yeah, someone yes. should probably help Connor because he is not regenerating as fast as. And that's fine. I'm gonna zip zap zoodle her. <laughs> yeah, give him the old razzle dazzle. <laughs> I mean, it is sparkly. Maybe she'll roll below a fourteen this time. I'm not betting on it, but you know. Yeah, you're so good. Yeah. Oh wait, did she get it or not? Uh, she passed. Yeah. God damn it! Why are these little girls so fucking quick? I'm swearing this girl must have like a plus eleven to hit or something because she's always hitting twenties. Um, they're they're pretty dangerous. Twelve. Twelve. Yeah, I had to do math for a second and I okay. lost it. <clears throat> the uh, Conrad, there's this overwhelming of your senses as there's a torrent of noise and light that pours down next to you. You slightly reel back from, but you can see as it crackles through this very angry prey turned predator, <laughs> coursing through her uh, once again, arcing to the ground in streaks of red. <clears throat> Did it even like do anything to her? Oh yeah, it took damage. She's just also very stoic. <laughs> Um, hmm. Mm. The uh, exterminator starts backing up away from uh, the very dangerous sword-bearing woman <laughs> moving at alarming speeds. And as he does so, he pulls out the large crossbow again and begins slotting in another bolt. And as he takes aim with it, he doesn't seem to be aiming towards any of you, in fact, uh, and aims at a kind of downward angle past uh, the still prone body of... Uh, of uh, Nick. Uh, the bolt sails past and you hear a wrenching of metal as the streak of red light cracks through uh, two of the position stationed uh, robotic bodies, metal, uh, metal forms. They're wrenched uh, quite in half. A huge, not quite truly ripped uh, in a way that they are unable to be repaired, but it's notable damage as there is a at least foot wide hole through both of them. I'm going to use your bones to fix those. <laughs> I welcome you to try. I do too. I doubled be much left. Good. Good. Right. I forgot that I should be using that. Um, he does not have time to reload again, however. Um, so that uh, sends us to uh, Conrad. Okay. All right. I am going to keep attacking. Still continuing that flurry of blows. Let's see. 18, I think, hit last time. Yes, that will hit. For 8 damage. Okay. Um, the second claw attack goes for 24, which hits. Yep. For 9 damage. Okay. And 24 should hit as well. So bite yes. time. Welcome to bite town. Oh, oh. Uh, that's an 18. That was two sixes. Okay. Uh, so... Did you keep track of the other numbers so far? There were a lot of them in a row. So 18. Uh, it was 8, um, 8, 13, 18. Right, 8, 15, 18, 7 plus. No, 7 plus 6 is 13. Okay. 8, plus 13, see, 18. Um, oh, Jesus. <laughs> That's not a lot of health left. Oh, joy. Sure do love a mighty single digit. That's probably enough to do 24 points of damage, which is what I think. All right, oh, did now. you... Did you heal up the 10 from the this turn's regen? Not yet, but that brings me up to 24. Okay. Um, yeah, once again, you unleash a savage flurry of blows that tear into her flesh, and as you pull back another chunk removed from the other side of her body, she is now caked more with blood than with, uh, than with dirt and grime, and she is ragged, bare open, ripped asunder, but still barely raggedly standing there. <sighs> 
didn't know that you would have a monster inside you like this. Should have planned a bit more, I suppose. Um, Conrad, you hear relatively close now a call, a howl, other wolves deep, not like that of just animals. It's almost a communion sharing presence with you. Okay. Okay. Um, Nick. Uh... Okay, now I assume that without my will to power, the sword uh, derezzed when I got killed. Uh, correct. Okay. Um, then he's going to take a bonus action to reform it. Uh, just step like around. He's going to step back, but just to illustrate it. Um, step around to the side and huck a bolt of magical force at this idiot. Whilst he banter's with Faustus and Grimhild. Okay. Um, spend my inspiration so I can be neutral on this and hope. And Swashbuckle doesn't care about him being in melee with you, right? It just cares about. No, it cares that he's alone as long as this is a melee attack, which he clarified it was. It is, yes. So. <laughs> okay. Son of a- Bitch. You know, that means you'd be rolling with inspiration because you have swashbuckling and you spend inspiration. Uh, swashbuckling's not advantage. No, that just enables my uh, sneak attack. You lean out from the side and carve downward through the air and this ethereal sword carves an arc, a crescent of raw moonlight shining into silver that flies through the air and its bright light is not quite blinding but is at a a pattern that you haven't quite expected yet having not experimented too much with this and the vampire sees this motion emerging towards him and he quickly sidesteps it as it carves a hole through uh, a line through the top of that gravestone seeming to singe and rip apart the uh, stone itself you do seem to have interesting toys Uh, he is going to duck back behind the grave that he is hiding behind and swear many many and variously Okay, Grimhild. Alright. Uh, I'm gonna get up on him. Yeah, get up here. And hit him with a sword. A sword, alright. Go for it. 28 hits. That'll hit. 18 damage. That'll hurt. Okay. And 20 hits. Yep. 13 damage. Okay. Then final attack. Oh, misses. Yes. You let loose uh, another flurry of blows, a couple slashes that he kind of blocks the edge of his forearms, even though you feel it digging uh, past the armor. Um, But the third one, he ducks under the wide swing and kind of comes up to block a back hit with the uh, edge of the extremely large crossbow. You can see uh, see its fine burnishings and metal markings right up close, pressed to your face as he leans in, licking uh, some blood off the edge of his lip. And Faustus. If I could as a bonus action. I'd headbutt him, but I can't. A lot if you don't want to do damage, a lot less flavor. Yeah, because he's being all like, "Yeah, I'm just fuck off." <laughs> you headbutt him, and he staggers back, but taps the side of his head with his free hand as he uh, leans slightly into the extremely damaged gravestone. Fastest, this is your turn. Yeah, uh, there's nothing like an aim action, is there? Not exactly. Um, I th- you can be assisted by someone to get advantage. Um. I forget if there is anything say, really. Can, like can you aim, aim another you yourself and just wait the turn? Yeah, I wonder another. if you can. I'd, I'd probably accept that, but if you wanted to skip your action for the turn to do that. Well, I mean, I've got an 
I basically got an extra action I don't know what to do with, so... Do you? Well, assuming that I... The goal is to fire the another chill touch at the vampire, but other than that, I don't particularly need to well, do Well, then you just have a bonus action rather than a full action. Bonus actions don't do very powerful things overall. Oh, I've got the, the move. I've got a move action that's still... Sure, uh, but yeah, no, none of those... I forgot they were split up that way in this... Yeah, it's not just like too simple and uh, or what have you. It's specific types. Yeah, okay. So I guess he will... He's actually, he'll step up next to the gravestone again and put his uh, put the gravestone between him and the executioner fight and cast chill touch at the vampire under Victor. Okay, roll me to hit. 14 plus 9, 23. Yeah, that'll hit. Okay, 4 and 2. 6 damage. I have to 3. Okay. I'm helping. <laughs> So, uh, you extend your wand and hand forward and gesture outwards, and the spectral hand reaches up and grasps itself inward, and you see it sink beneath his flesh, and you see the still rime-encrusted, furious, scorched vampire kind of grab at his chest and collapse over against the ground. Yeah! (laughs) Oh, I guess his trachea was mostly severed already. You see Victor just breathe out. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, unless there's anything you want to do with the bonus action or more movement, then you're good. Nah, I'm fine. All right. Uh, okay. Conrad. Uh, once again, the girl, now at her last legs, strikes towards your chest, knife outstretched. Okay. 11 won't hit. Okay. And a 15 won't hit. Cool. She strikes twice, but this time you just place a hand over her. It nearly encompasses the size of her chest entirely, her torso engulfed in your claws. And you just push her back and hold the blade from reaching anywhere but your arm. And she can't really find purchase at the angle you have her. Mm-hmm. Didn't expect it to end like this. Um, so let's see. Bro. Um... Let's observe everything. This guy's having the worst day ever. This guy's dead? Uh, yes. And this guy is... Dead. Okay, I just... We have two different identifications. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I started you. using the red X's again because I forgot about them for a little bit. All right, I'm not worried about poor, miserable guy right here. And can I get a shot from here without having to hit... Nicarus. Um, I'd say the guy would get partial cover, but yeah, just because it's kind of weird angles to the gravestones. But like Nick is not really specifically the problem at your angle. What's partial cover? Hang on, I have the notes up here somewhere. Um, let's see. He'd have half cover, which is plus two bonus AC dexterity saving throws against effects from the other side. Uh, yeah, I'll. Yeah, I'll give a. I'll, I'll shoot at him again just to deal with him. Oh, I guess. Let me. Uh, you said it was an action to apply, so never mind. Yeah, we'll just do this. Twenty-nine hit. Yeah, that'll hit even with the cover. You do. Six. Thirteen. Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh. Grimhild, from where you see uh, at the foe you're fighting, you see just from uh, behind at an angle, 
completely to his side. Just another arrow slips in and jabs itself, sticking out as a handle to the side of his chest. He lurches over and says, Ah! Hell of a sniper you got. Can I use my reaction to headbutt him again? (laughs) No. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, I think that's it. I don't... Uh, he'll give a let's see I've got a bonus action that can't really do anything so yeah outside of making sure Conrad isn't dead next turn which he can't really do anything about I think he's just gonna keep sitting on the church and hoping things go better um all right um let's see well going at it again uh is Mark attempts to trip this vampire back into the pit uh, does not succeed this time. He, uh, makes a kind of sweeping motion with his arm. The vampire catches it just with a seething look on his face. No, no, no. Uh, all right, then. Uh, he backs up and raises his sword to a more proper position. Um, um, however, Victor, from his newfound vantage point, just extends a finger and aims it over towards, uh, that vampire currently holding onto Ismark's, uh, arm. And a series of small blue and red fizzling comets sail out of it and repeatedly smash into this vampire's body. And as they start bombarding into his sides, you see as he gets battered and more blood sprays out against the ground of the raw impact of this ripping him open. And as he seems dizzied, the final one impacts him in the back and he collapses over once again into the pit, dead. His mark looks back and gives a cheery wave to Victor, who immediately dismissively looks away um there's no more vampires to have a turn left anymore of regular ones so uh that brings us to illyria i'm gonna zap the girl again to try to save conrad dex save against 14 that i'm sure she'll pass ah yes Mm -hmm. eight damage okay one sec um Conrad, you gaze down at this bloodied girl who failed to make contact with you, hand outstretched, keeping her at bay. But once again, a torrent of light and sound fills your senses, and you're overwhelmed for a moment before your eyes blink back in. And you can see this girl now collapsed, staggered down against the ground, uh, unconscious and bleeding into the dirt. Finally. Grimhild, this uh, exterminator looks at you, and is the... This has truly become an interesting situation. I don't seem to be partnered with anyone of competence today. It's lovely having an entanglement, though. I suppose it's too late to run. And so, you see as he pulls another bolt and places it into the crossbow, uh, and turns around and fires it once again at the uh, metal figure set up. The streak of red crashes through uh, another mooring, sending two toppling over, and you can hear metal crumpling. Uh, do I get a type of opportunity? Um, no, they just uh, not against ranged attacks unless you take a feat for that. They just uh, make it at a penalty. Okay. Um, but, you know, actually, I would say so. He's concentrating on this. This is not a regular thing. Okay. Hurt him oh. badly. Nope. It's Josh. It's me. Yeah, he scoots over to the side so that he can get. Oh, shut the off. fuck up. Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. But um, he makes no attempts to leave. And just kind of stares back with this bemused expression. Conrad. Yes. This girl before you is completely collapsed and fallen, smelling cooked and like uh, awful melted blood and clothing, singed. Right. Um, is the map just not filled out down here, or are there actually no? 
actually no like trees or anything like that. The map is not filled out down there. Um, one second here. Um, where is the map for that city? Uh, there it is. Let's see. Uh, downward primarily moves to houses and buildings. Um, up to the north, to the west, uh, both of those pretty shortly reach forest line. Okay. Um, but down, uh, down past the roads, you see the other girl who had been running away from you now most of the way down one and turning a corner. Um, so it depends on whether you're feeling a need to do proper hunting to fill your hunger or whether you want to uh, chase something that seems scared of you. Um, I was doing something else, actually. Okay. What I was asking is, are there any trees nearby me? Any trees nearby you? Um, yeah, there's a couple. Right. Most houses have trees attached to them, even if some of them are sickly and poor. So Conrad will sense that the vampire girl is still, well, not alive exactly, but just unconscious, right? Uh, you'd be able to smell the fact that she isn't completely dead yet, yes? All right. Then he's going to pick her up by the leg and break her in half around a tree trunk. All right. Um, yeah, I'd say you can do that. Why not? There's not too much going to be stopping you, even if it's a little awkward. Um, or over a tree branch, whatever size fits. Go ahead and roll me a strength check plus uh, proficiency. Okay, 21 would be 6. 21 plus proficiency is um, 23. Um. Yeah, you take her body like a doll and smash it against the side of a tree bodily. And you can hear things snap and crumble. And you see as there is, she is bent like a boomerang, like a bendy straw. <laughs> there is nothing but blood and broken bones pretty much left in her body. There's the correct. And you're off the map down south, so. Okay. Okay. Um, Nick. Mm-hmm. It's your turn. Um, also, remember you technically, uh, oh, never mind. What am I saying? Yeah. What's up? No, no, I, I, I was misremembering something. Never mind. You're good. Uh, so before I ruin any witty banter with my dice, I'm just going to roll my dice first. Fair. Will a, will a 14 hit? It will not. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry. No, 15. Probably still not. Still will not. Yeah. You swing the sword, but in your kind of daze, it goes off to the side. Okay, how about a 20? Uh, 20 will hit. Okay. Uh, I presume this is with your offhand weapon rather than your main one, since your secondary attack is not with the same weapon. Correct. So not quite the blistering damage it might be otherwise, but still going to be pretty good. As your first swing goes kind of wide in a vertical slice that goes over to the side of him in your blurred vision, this time you just kind of stagger forward and lean with your body weight to stab the dagger up into his torso. Are you... John Stanzio and lives in our, all our hearts. There's been, like, how many ones this session? I've rolled two at least. Fucking healing potion. And a poison potion, apparently. I just stabbed him. Maybe I fucked up his coat with nine points of damage. You <laughs> fucked up a few bits of his organs. Um, I know I've had ones a lot in my 4010s. Uh, as you dig up into him and pull back, he kind of clutches them. Just kind of sighs outward and then looks to you, Grimhild. It is your turn. Yeah, she's just chopping. Uh, 18 hits. Hit. Let me roll that one. Uh, so it'll be 14 damage. Okay. 13 misses. Yep. And crit. So be 14 plus 6. That's 20 damage, which isn't terrible. How do you kill this man? Um, With a big fuck-off sword. 
Yeah, but what do you do? Uh, I think probably go in low, and if he goes to parry with his little big old crossbow thingy, kind of then bring it up and do a horizontal slice and chop off his head. Knocking the crossbow up out of the way to free open his midsection? No, more like I, I go low first, he brings it down, then I go horizontal, he starts bringing it up, but basically just like... Does not, not do it in time as you like maybe with he a very strong blow. Yeah, or maybe he knocks it up and it just cuts off the top of his head instead. I don't know. Sure. <laughs> yeah, he starts... Uh, you make the fainting low after the first initial swing, and this, that swipe goes a bit wide, but he planned for it to completely connect. So we brought his crossbow much lower, and you come around with a whipping spin and cut through uh, upwards into him. He tries to push your arm upwards, but this only carves from uh, the edge of his neck upwards at a diagonal angle that cuts through the side of his skull with a shattering crack. His body falls limp. Okay, Uh, and then I'm going to start running to the other side of the building because I don't know what the fuck is going on over there. Okay. Uh, actually, as my bonus action, can I grab his huge crossbow and some bolts? Yeah, sure. I'd say so. Okay. Um, okay. Faustus, are you trying to get anything particularly done? Uh, he'll say, uh, or shout out, one of them fled north, and he'll start running towards uh, Conrad. Okay. Uh, that is quite a bit off in the distance, so it'll take you a bit. Um, I think we're good enough to be in narrative time as of now. <laughs> If he says one of them fled north, then to prevent a report, I will basically with dash ac- actions and double movement, I can probably catch up to him. Yeah, Nick will take up one of the hand crossbows from the, uh, or his only hand crossbow since the other one's like five squares down, and run after two. Sure, why Ow. don't you both just make me an attack for that as you sprint through the sodden grass towards the edge of the woods where you can see him don't. slipping in between. How far would he be? Is he outside of Grove's max range? Oh shit! Uh, like no, that's that's disadvantage. <laughs> God damn it! Oh, it's advantaged. Uh, so it's does advantaged. a? I'm proficient with hand crossbows. So does a sixteen hit him? A sixteen would hit. Okay. I mean, the guy's been running for like three turns, so probably not that far. Oh, do you need damage? Nick- uh, hold on. Yeah, please give me damage just to see. D six for uh, hand crossbow. Oh, that would have been twenty. I believe that it's a D six. What's the damage for this stupid thing? <laughs> uh, a thousand. It's, it's also a hand crossbow plus one. I'll have whatever modifiers need to transform it. Uh, no, the giant thing. Oh, the silver dawn. You talked no. about like when the. the no, big, no, he's talking your, about. The, oh, that thing. You murdered me. <laughs> I see what you're talking about. Uh, without get the bonus image, but yeah. Uh, as of right now, it would be a uh, D10 plus two to whatever you already have. Okay. Well, could I have caught him with the with the silver dawn because I was going so fast? Yeah. Yeah. No, no problem okay. doing that. Probably would have used that. And did you use the sword profile as opposed to the? Yeah, I'm just hitting them with the sword instead because it is better. Okay. Uh, that'd be eight plus six, fourteen damage. Okay. Um, yeah, Grimhild and Nick, you run after him, sprinting up in that direction, and eventually, uh, Grimhild, you catch him at the edge of the forest, pulling him back with a hand on the collar of his clothes and slipping a sword into him, whereas. Uh, Nick, you continue following after and fire a bolt at this now still figure and it slips through his neck and his head goes lax. I'll, I'll drag the body back with this, but hurry up because I still don't know how Conrad's doing. Conrad, what do you do? <laughs> oh, you're underwater right now. He turns into a robot werewolf. Ah, the uh, there is one of those cards though in Innistrad. 
Or a Merlin oh, yeah. wolf? My cyber wolf. Lupine prototype. Um, so what sort of things restrict me at this point? Like what uh, it's you might you might want to reconnect firstly because you are very much like underwater sounding right now. Okay. And uh start climbing up on his back. Any good? Yeah, you're much better. Okay. Um instincts that guide you. You are hungry, you hunt, and there are others that are calling to you. Uh, you can follow anger and simple emotions you've had before, but really you don't tend to have human emotions as much as predatory ones. I see. And predators oh. do tend to go after chasing prey, but also they eat sometimes. I don't know. I was wondering if I would be considered like old enough and wise enough a hunter to... Um to sense the connection between the two vampire girls and basically wait atop the, atop the corpse of the first for the other's return. Hmm. Werewolves don't tend to plan a lot. Okay. They're pretty savage, even like the people who are smart. Like, there's a lot of people who are smart, but then they become werewolves and they become savage. And I'll go after the other one. Um, okay. Make me a perception check. Uh, is that modified for being... Werewolf. Uh, you you can s- sniff her. It doesn't change your stat, but it does. You do get the advantage from the keen senses. Uh, sixteen. Okay, one moment here. Ah, okay. Um, you hurtle through the streets of Shadowgrange, and you keep breathing in the night air. The smell of blood still about you, yours and others. Um, your body keeps knitting together again, and you continue searching for the smell of this other girl and you find the scent in a hall uh down an alleyway and you barrel down it and you find just a cloak set against uh the edge of a house and a few stray black feathers all right so no chance of tracking a bird it's difficult (laughs) at the very least yeah probably just go back and uh and just deal with the kill I did get. Okay. So well, are are vampires edible? Or would he rather go and hunt with his bros? After if you're that? look if if you're looking to eat, it's not gonna do much, though if you're looking to uh revel in the hunt, like you might I'll I'll leave it up to you. It's your predatory instincts. They're somewhere mm. between wolf and human, but you definitely the appeal of the pack and the appeal of meat are both strong influences. Nah, but I'm, probably but just I'm not the taking woods. the character away from you. Okay, um, so, uh, Faustus, you, uh, move towards Ruprecht, who's a bit shaky at your approach, um, but he doesn't resist you clamoring on top of him. Yeah, take me to him. He sort of shudders in that horsey way with his, like, (sighs) and then, uh, begins trotting out of there, heading not through the town as you saw him leave, but at a kind of odd angle out towards the woods. What about everyone else? I mean, once I get to this head, I'm like... Where's Conrad? And then I probably see that you is super dead. Yeah, you see girl. a completely yeah. still wolfhound flat against the ground. Yeah. Oh, I'm probably about. Got him in her lap, gently petting him and pushing back tears. Around now, haste probably wears off. Yeah. No, Grovel probably have hopped off and started walking just to make sure everything was clean. So by the time you turn the corner, he'll hop down and hear the question and be like, "He's in the woods." Is everybody up okay on that end? Yeah. Yes. And better. Ismark rounds to meet up with you. That was interesting. I've never seen them organized in such a fashion. Well, yes, they seem to be at least a little concerned. 
Which is promising. You all seem quite prolific at your jobs. Um, where did the Inquisitor go? I would suggest not going after him. He's Grimma looks like. Did he do the thing? Like he deep breath sighs. Okay. If you want to chase after him, it looks like Faustus went on horseback. Mm. I uh, would like to deal with some things here, or I can come if necessary. I didn't know that there are two powerful vampires and one ran away, so I just assume he's going to hunt. So, uh, no, we can probably leave him on his own. I'm worried about Faustus. I don't think he knows what he's doing. I think he. <sighs> Somebody should go make sure he doesn't get eaten. I can go. She will go and kind of pet you and then go off and try to follow the trail of a big old horse because it's easier to probably track than a big old wolf man. <laughs> okay. Um, all right. Uh, Faustus, you ride with Ruprecht. Um, he carries you for a while uh, into the tree line. Branches and many things getting in your path, making you have to kind of duck down and push things out of the way. Your pace slows a bit. You can hear many breaking branches and other things ahead. He makes another horsey <sighs> shudder of sorts. But he continues for- forward. Um, you pass through many layers of uh, brush. You start being able to see them. More cracking noises. More shapes. Brown and gray and black. Large. Uh, the size of bears. Bigger, maybe. Top-heavy. Moving through. And amongst them, you can see a gray individual, um, broad even for the ones there. The same gray and shade of hair as Conrad. If he's with the pack, he'll, you know, nudge Ruprecht to stop and just watch. Sure. Um, Conrad, roll me a uh, perception check. 18. Okay. Uh, You smell... Many things. The forest, despite all its stillness it pretends to have, is very alive. There are things all about you, things to hunt, things to chase, things that are too small to worry about. You smell something that smells like a horse. Uh, Not quite, though. Something different about it. You smell a man. uh, Sort of mixed, not quite earth, uh, not quite blood, but the smell of earth upon him mixing with the sweat. Uh... But you also smell what is more distinctly prey between you and the other wolves about you, three of them, one dark black, one a sort of nut brown, and the other a similar gray to you. Um, they uh, communicate ideas roughly through shape and action, an intent to hunt, an intent to find food to devour. Um, and you s- definitely sense the prey of something, more likely a deer or boar, something that isn't likely to be as dangerous to fight back. For some reason, you know that these figures off to the side are dangerous. What do you do? The other wolves are dangerous? No, the human, earth and sweat, the not quite a horse. There's something like a deep echo inside of you, something that tells you they're dangerous. Not necessarily predators, not something that would attack you, but something that isn't purely just prey. I guess high on my victory from the... uh... High on my victory against the other dangerous thing. I guess I'll just go for the uh, the prey. Okay. Faustus, you watch as the wolves, uh, steered by the turn of a head of the gray, most gray one, Rod, they uh, turn towards the side of the forest, 
and let out a series of howls. It, this range is deafening and they seem to echo into their chorus. And then they move, breaking once again through tree lines on all fours at high speeds. He'll lean forward to Ruprecht and say, keep up with them. Ruprecht will shakily continue following. So let me ask, uh, how long do you intend to follow? The entire night? He'll follow the entire night and uh, he will start reciting every prayer to Avicen that he knows loudly. Interesting. Did anyone follow? Grove, you weren't following, were you? Grimhild following? Yes, Grimhild was following. Okay. Uh, yes, I remember that. Grove will probably end up catching up, just naturally being a ranger, to Grimhild in like an hour. But yeah, Grove will show up. Yeah, and okay. if at any point the pack and Conrad go anywhere near an innocent, then uh, Faustus is going to chuck confluence at him. Interesting. Um, but other than that he's going to recite every prayer that Arcelia recited everything he's heard Conrad do and he is trained in religion period so he probably has a pretty good grasp of them the hunt is fast each hunt is fast I should say the hunt itself the act of the hunt the overarching night is not there are many hunts many things to chase and eat um after the first two, though, Conrad, uh, you hear a sound, and you can tell the other wolves do, too. They seem to have, they are oddly, despite their ferocity and things, caring to you. They help offer you food and help strip things, the uh, flesh and hide away. But as you are pausing, licking the blood from a freshly killed deer, you hear a sound, words. It's... Something that seems to resonate inside of you. Roll me a wisdom saving throw. You don't have your class feature right now. Okay. Uh, 15. It's interesting because the other wolves are set on edge. The squattest one, nut in color, um, is most particularly skittish, moving from side to side in the darkness and moonlight. But as though as they looked the direction where you see what you had smelled earlier, this softly glowing horse ridden by a slender man, there's something in those words that is very important to you. Warm, not in the same way as the warmth you felt when you became so strong and powerful. Warm is in comfort, like that of a resting place, that of a full stomach, that of something important. The other wolves, at least the nut one, kind of growls and takes a prowling path as it pads along the ground in the direction of the two. It stays on back legs, clasping onto tree trunks with its uh, hands, balancing itself upwards. Faustus, you can see it approach 30 feet away or so now. Is it approaching aggressively or investigatively? It seems to be growling and looking at you. In a sort of menacing low way. He is going to point his left finger at the wolf, casting the true strike cantrip. Okay. Uh, what does true strike do? Uh, on my next action, I get advantage against the target of the spell. Okay. Um, yeah, it does not halt its continuing motion, not really noticing the path of uh, uh, white light that connects it to you. Yeah, and he'll, like kick he'll kind of push backward at Ruprecht's hindquarters to motion for him to go backward. Ruprecht is already uh, taking a series of cautious steps 
away from this advancing wolf. Conrad, do you do anything? And he, he keeps reciting the uh, prayers as he does. Uh, what is the state of the, um, of the prey? The current one, the one that you had last hunted, is dead on the ground. Much meat already stripped of it, though plenty left. It's breath having left it. It's still warm. Um, With two successes in a row, probably just going to to keep eating. Okay. You ignore this uh, strange couple of creatures as the other ones seemingly torn between the two just follow you and just keep tearing at the flesh of this uh, large stag. However, as you keep saying loudly the prayers of Avis and Faustus, the uh, squat, uh, nut-brown wolf continues its way towards you, growling, intensifying as it approaches, now within about 20 feet. All right, Uh, I'm going to hurl confluence at it and spend a second-level spell slot. All right, Uh, go ahead and roll me a d100, huh? Cool. That is 50. One sec, let me pop up the uh, chart of effects. <laughs> Interesting, okay. Um, so, uh, yeah, one sec, okay. Um, all right, so I need to make it saving throw. Okay. It failed. Um, oh, also uh, make the attack as well, I should say also. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, two, ooh, uh, 17 plus 4, 21. Okay. You watch as the uh, wolf that advanced towards you raises up its arms, and then you toss this multicolored strange axe, and it embeds itself into the corner of its flesh. And as you do so, it lets out a more proper snarl. <laughs> but as you do so, and as it does so, it looks back towards it, confused a moment later. As from where the wound hit... Oh, feel free to roll. I'll, I'll roll damage if you want, or you can roll damage. doesn't really matter. The damage is oh, not the, the important part of this. The, uh, the attack damage? It's the hand axe, yeah. It's a d4 um, plus your strength. Yeah. Plus two. Because... Two and two and two. Six damage. Okay. You watch as its flesh at the point of impact begins to gild. From where you impacted into it, its hair and skin and even blood begins turning to gold. It scratches at the side there, uh, kind of a whimper emerging from its throat, but it starts crawling up its arm, this tracing lines of gold. Uh, what do you do? <laughs> uh, are, are the tendrils of gold still wrapping up? They are... It's not as much like emerging over him as much as just converting through it, but uh, it's still going. You don't uh, you don't know how the magic works, though. So who knows? (laughs) Yeah, uh, he'll lean down and say, keep backing up. All right. (laughs) Swervel's not very good at the saving throws. Um, Yeah, you keep backing up. And as you do so, more and more of it seems to be covered by gold. Most of its uh, upper torso starting to go under the edge of its jaw. And it is sort of staggering rather than just pursuing you. Um, Conrad, you and the other wolves near you kind of perk up. And uh, you see as they kind of take a few staggering steps towards the other one. Blood still on claws and jaws. suppose I'll still follow along. (laughs) Okay. Faustus, you watch as... 
the body completely turns to solid gold, the axe still sticking out of the shoulder. And a moment later, as it stiffens and no longer makes noise, there's a shh, as there's just a ton of tiny fractures and marks made across it. And collapsing to the ground in a roughly werewolf-shaped uh, uh, werewolf mass is a pile of gold coins that jingle as they impact down against the ground. Someone's going to be very happy about that. Uh, you see, though, as the other wolves kind of advance up to where this was, uh, the dark black one looking very, very equally confused, and the gray one just kind of sniffing down at the ground level. All relatively close to you now. Yeah, he'll uh, keep backing up. Conrad, this isn't you. This isn't what you're meant to be. So I'll sa- I'll say this. Feel free to play the scene out however you want. I'm not going to make you make rolls or saving throws here. This is not one of those situations. You are still a wolf. But that said, you are still connected to the human inside of you. You don't exactly have your memories. You have thoughts. You have feelings. They intermingle in weird ways. Play it out as you see fit. You are not human, though. And it is key that to remember that while in this form. Okay. Um, like, some people do, like, spare their families if they become werewolves. Some specifically go out of their ways to kill their families when they become werewolves. It really depends. If you can't... Either, oh, oh, sorry. That's about if, it. If you can't change back, then just come back and sleep. We'll protect you and make sure you don't hurt anyone. You aren't a monster, Conrad. You can't be one. You just can't. I assume I understood zero of those words. Not words specifically. You can understand the emotion behind them. Like, not specifically the intent, but the emotion. Well, the pile of gold is peculiar. It smells like the wolf that ran with you moments ago. The one that seemed to be uh, particularly helpful. You don't know what happened to it. It just smells like it. The wolf's gone. suppose warily he will head back off into the forest, hunting a bit more casually this time now that some of the hunger is gone and a bit of the bloodlust sure. is stated uh as you take leave first the other two will follow after Faustus will pause just long enough to uh grab a confluence and uh take off after uh conrad again grim uh grimhilton grove you start catching up on the trail of the moving horses and wolves they are not subtle creatures <laughs> and you find yourself uh Seeing kind of the end of movement as you catch up to a clearing, you can smell a small amount of, uh, you can, well, not a small amount, you can smell blood in the air, and you come across an immense pile of coins, <laughs> just gold coins uh, stacked up to a couple feet high, a huge, enormous pile just here in the middle of the forest. Side eye Grimhild. <laughs> Do you always dump your money in the middle of the woods? This is a lot of money. So I have to ask, if it's coins, what are minted on the front and back of them? Uh, there's actually symbols on the front and back of them that you don't recognize. <laughs> something would um, be like a smiling wolf or something. One is a thing of a, uh, as an image of some horse of sorts, except it has uh, multiple limbs. Um, more than usual, I mean. Sleep near? Sleep near. Sort no. of in that appearance, not exactly, but pretty close. I mean, um, never trust Loki money. On the other side I is the... Money, though. On the other it, side just is because the, his son is on the coin doesn't mean it's Loki money. 
on the other side is the image of a ship, like a grand sailing vessel. Um, they're all hexagonal in shape. Not the ship, the coins. Uh, he'll just shrug. He's not even going to mess with it because it's dumb and not the point and keep looking for Faustus and follow the hooves. Yeah. Okay. Um, so uh, I'll simply ask um, when uh, when the other wolves make a motion to go a particular direction nearing the break of dawn. Uh, do you follow Conrad? Sorry, what are they doing? They make a sort of leading motion off in another direction as dawn seems on the edge and weariness begins to take you. Mm. Do you follow? Nah. Okay. They kind of hesitate for a moment before padding off in their own direction. What do you do? You still seem to be followed by that man and horse. Find some safe cops of trees to sleep in. Okay. Uh, Grimhilden Grove, you eventually catch up with Faustus, uh... Horseback through trees is not necessarily the fastest, especially with the many pauses the wolves took. And you find as Conrad has tucked himself into a grove of trees, small cops out in the area, nestled amongst the hawthorn. He's still wolfed out? He's still wolf for the moment. You can tell approximately from the lightness in the sky that it's not sunrise, but it's getting there. Faustus, go finish your work. We'll make sure he gets back safely. Yeah, Faustus will nod. What was it, that giant pile of gold? That was a wolf. A werewolf. Will it turn back? I don't know if it will be scrambled. I don't know. He uh, he kind of waves the axe in the air a little bit. You should take some of that gold. I might as well not waste it. Yeah. Pay though. Just Pay don't put it, put it in something that won't be ruined if it turns into weird little chunks of meat. Give it, give it to the lighthouse. Or the, the windmill. They'll... Mm. They would probably find it fascinating. They might. The priest, he can probably find someone worth giving it to. And uh, Faust is probably, he's got very deep, deeper than normal circles under his eyes from staying up all night. And he's probably got a set of pliers with a relatively sharp tip that he's been like pressing into his palm to keep himself awake. Yeah. You go, I don't need to take a long rest ever. So I just, I'm good. I'll just take a short rest. <laughs> that doesn't even involve sleeping necessarily. Grove will like try and grab the reins of Ruprecht. Like looking at it, look at it and be like, can you get back to the church without him? <laughs> He'll, he will look around the woods and shake his head. I'm not talking to you. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that was going to happen. The, does the horse nod and like, yes. It doesn't specifically nod, but it kind of like shifts about a little bit. And <sighs> We'll bring Conrad back. Get him back to the church. I'll feed you some oats or whatever the hell you want when we get back. Maybe we'll get him blessed or something. I'm sure you'd love that. Big holy horse you. You can stop trying to stay awake, Conrad. He'll take you home. Bastos. Faustus, sorry. All right, I'm gonna need some time to sleep, but I should be okay for the evening. Yeah, he killed some animals, but but he has nothing to regret when he wakes up. I figured as much. Last time he did this, the ones here don't seem to prefer people. Thanks. Yeah, and he'll probably keep. Uh, does Ruprecht have like a saddle and such? Yeah, Ruprecht has a saddle. Okay. Uh, he'll still probably keep himself awake till he gets back to the church so he doesn't like 
flop off the horse. Does he grab any gold? Uh, if Rufred goes that way, Fair enough. it's it's the most uh, it's the most clear pattern of the way to get back. It's the most broken trail and therefore fastest for a big ass horse. Yeah, he's got he's got a couple loose sacks, so I guess he'll just take like a a sack of gold. Faustus, before you go, yeah, rest up. I have a favor to ask when we call the spirits. He nods. He didn't even notice that you was dead. Yeah, he, he he Grove is back to his not talking, like actually like set jaw, like not saying a lot. So yeah, that that that's fine if you haven't picked up on that. He's not saying much. Sure. I'll see you at the church. I'll see you there. Those of you who stayed at the church. Oh, sorry. Did you have something else? I was just gonna say. I feel like Grimhild and Grove just kind of sit down, exhausted. Then, like after a couple seconds, Grimhild like puts a hand on his shoulder and like pats it, gives a squeeze, then goes back down to being exhausted and sitting down, waiting for this jerk ass to turn back into a human. Yeah, Grove probably like tries to hide it, but there is a a couple of tears that streak down as he's uh, sitting there. Um, both of you make me perception checks. <laughs> Find mine again. I rolled an eight. Nice. Wait, them or the people at the church? Them. Okay. I'll come back to people at the church in a sec, but... I, I didn't hear you, you roboted. Perception check. Perception. If I had advantage, it would have been a 19. But you didn't. Uh, are we in a forest? You are in a forest. Okay, my proficiency has doubled. <clears throat> oh, perception. Six? Sure. Yeah, it's plus bad. six, plus wisdom mod. Add your wisdom mod to that. Plus wisdom mod is one, so 18. Okay. Um, yeah, both of you were quite tired and sit down. And in the quiet, there's a sound you notice, Grove. It's small. Um, but there is a creaking of trees about you. Not in, not in something being torn or broken, but as if the trees themselves kind of move. Um, and... You find, as you look up, you see the kind of the ring of foliage around where you are. The trees, many of the trees outside of the cops uh, and the greater area around it that you are in kind of lean back away from you. Not you specifically, the cops in general. <sighs> he kind of sighs. I can't tell if this is a gift or a warning. Okay. Do you have anything else you wanted to do? No, he's gonna... If he was in a better mood, he would hold a rock in his hand and throw it at Conrad when he wakes up as, like, a really grim, dark humor of what last time he dealt with a werewolf, but he's not in the mood. Okay. Those of you back at the church, you're left in quiet for a while. Um, Body of a dead dog. uh, Noble and the young wizard with you. You guys do anything, in particular? Illyria is, um... She's tears streaming down her face. She's just holding you in her lap with arms of, like, iron, gently petting him. Oh, also worth noting, uh, it takes about ten minutes before the feeling of wooziness from the poison goes away. Uh, Nick? I wonder why it was localized to my throat. I could have swore it was on a bolt that dude shot me with. I mean, how I don't know, weird. Um, uh, he wants no part of the of of the the waterworks. So you know he's just. I mean, it's silent. 
And she'd probably growl at him if he came close. Um, as, uh, as you spend time up here, you eventually see uh, a figure approach, kind of from off to the side. Not anything live, um, rather a cloak over a rather hunched small uh, figure. Two of them, actually. They seem to be carrying something between them. Yeah, I'll inspect it. Who is it? Uh, it seems to be a couple of old women lugging a keg in this direction. Very gnarled and weathered old women. <laughs> you uh, recognize them. Uh, one of them being the one that... Well, you don't recognize them specifically. You recognize one of them. You bought pastries from her way back. At yonder beginning of the, se- of the story. Oh, good. And Faustus looks around. Nowhere to be found. <sighs> Maybe I really am too old for this shit. Uh, they approach uh, the one that you recognize kind of waving a hand specifically to you. Hey-o. Yeah, dealing with Faustus, right? Yes, and he was difficult to contact. We attempted to. Yeah, I know. They rode out earlier after something. Maybe one of the vampires or something. Um, See, perhaps it was I'll, not uh, as urgent as he suggested then. I know. Hmm. We fulfilled our bargain either way. Yeah, I know. I'll, I'll keep after it. That's fine. Uh, she'll nod and with the other one we'll set down this you know it's not it's not a ludicrously huge cask but it's made of metal which has added to the weight of it a bit um a couple feet uh tall about one in diameter not too much of that comes easily so watch after it yeah got it uh we'll just nod you seem to be having a poor day night in fact i suppose it's about to be day again yeah, you call it that. You once bought pastries. Would you like another? No, no, thank you. Very well. Some people like the cheer they bring. That's not cheer. That is something else. Maybe you have interesting thoughts then. She gives a very broken smile of yellowing teeth, but then gives a kind of half wave and starts hobbling out of there. The other one, a bit darker in hair, seems slightly younger, though not much. Um, nods to you much more stiffly and walks after in a similar hobble. Clean this armor off. Uh, it's a bit later that Ismark comes up to you, Nick. It's just, you know, I, a lot of things have happened, I get that, and this is not a great lot of circumstance. Do you, do you know what happened to this? And he, like, holds up one of the pieces of plate mail, kind of bent out of shape and off to the sides. Like it's been pushed out from inwards. I would have asked the girl up front since she was there, but it's kind of... She seems busy. Um, yeah, who borrowed that? Was it Grimhild or Conrad? Conrad. He's the big Inquisitor, right? Yep. I, uh... Hmm. Are you sure he's going to be fine? I mean, if something did this to him, kind of like eyes it up. Yeah, it's not him I'm worried about. All right, then. You should take a rest, though. You look not even like death warmed over. That's still quite cold. Thanks. Here to give brutal honesty sometimes. And drinks all the time, he says, offering a flask. Yeah, I'll take a drink. Yeah, it's some pretty strong brandy. What a night, huh? I don't know. <laughs> Seemed fine from my perspective. Oh no, it worked out. Just, is this worth it? I suppose. I mean, people got hurt, and I guess, but... I don't know what you're doing with all the metal figures. I'm going to presume so. You did fine, but... 
Yeah, as long as they're okay, I guess. A yeah, couple look a bit mangled, yeah, but overall. Totally out of his mind. They're for something important. Okay. Either way, sun will be coming up soon enough, and you should get some sleep. Yeah, you watch after have that. lost a lot of blood. Whatever's in the barrels. What is in the barrels, Steve? If there's a hole in the top, he'll put his finger through it. and. Uh, uh, there's a kind of like screw-off bit that you can... Yeah, he'll just screw off. Uh, seems to be a coarse white dust. Do you expect inspect it closer? This isn't flour, is it? Inspects it closer. That is definitely bone dust. Good. Good for Good. ogre bread. Bone dust is ready. <sighs> they will go pass out. I think that's where we're going to call the session. Nice. Well, in the grand scheme of things, that went pretty all right. Yeah. Fuck you. We lost the most important character. <laughs> Did we? Yep. You're right. What, what a powerful little girl that was. It's a shame to lost her in her prime. Oh, shut up. Did we lose him, it's though? not funny. I'm very sad. Maybe we could do with a bone wolf. No. Maybe oh, a my skeleton. <laughs> my dog-shaped skeleton buddy, yeah. Okay, if we can get a ghost dog way of the samurai, it would be acceptable. <laughs> so I do have a thing. I need to talk to Max about it for more details. Yeah, I, I actually I'm, know. What it, I'm pretty sure I know what it is. Oh, you know what? Though? Here's the thing. If, if you fucking do this, Grimhold's going to look at you like, give me shit about my sister. Come on, do it. <laughs> oh, no, you'll see. I need like Max knows a little bit, but there's actually a bigger thing that I need to chat with him about because this is an All interesting right, sure. fork. But I'll send him. Feed the wolf Mauer's blood and make a vampire dog. <laughs> no, you guys will see. Like okay. it's it sucks. You're gonna get a giant spider. Uh, questions, comments, concerns. Uh, it was it was technically proficient combat. I'm I'm glad that you didn't shoot me because that could have really fucked us. But that bastard shot. I thought you were supposed to keep the mage in every system. Yeah, basically. Whereas was if he had shot me, I'd have lost concentration probably, and then Grimhild would have lost a turn, and then Nick probably would have died again. Man, well, I would have lost one third of my attacks, which is unfortunate, but well, uh, you automatically lose an entire turn when haste oh. expires. Oh, jeez. Okay. Unfortunately, he is not proficient in understanding the effects of magic <laughs> at a given point in time. Yeah, that, and he never you levied any spells against him, so he was just kind of like, yeah, all right, and then eventually realized he was <laughs> fucked and was just like, well, better do my job. I just, I guess the thing. I guess it makes sense because they wanted to like bring it more in line with old school D and D to get back to his roots, but they didn't want to fuck you as hard as saying that haste takes a year of your life away. <laughs> <laughs> was that was that actually what it used to say? Yeah, no, you That's lose hilarious. a year of your life after so every time haste is uh, cast. So nice. pro strats is being elf, so haste won't fuck you. <laughs> Basically, so you lost his five vampires and you got a robot and a dog. That's Wait, job, so like if, if you cast haste on a goblin, does it just instantly die after the the turn? Goblins can live to be like thirteen. Does so it goblins? Goblins live more than one year. What? Uh, there's something. There's some race I was thinking of that's in, uh, incredibly short lived. Well, on just, they're born. Can you hire guys to cast haste in that game? <laughs> 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 it's expensive and immoral, and but you know, possible. There aren't a ton of wizards, and like everything is it, magic is super expensive back then. Uh, can it kill the Tarask? How long does the Tarask live? The, the Tarask lives forever. Damn. But hey, at least if we make it faster, then we won't have to fight it as long. 
Fair enough. Just cast Time Stop and then use Tower ten times. Wait, no, wrong game. <laughs> no, you, you just got to uh, crawl down its throat and then trigger your uh, instant fortresses. Yeah, I think the only criticism I have is just the situation is not good for my character. Like, I just had to sit on a roof. There wasn't a lot to do, but that also makes, like, it made the most tactical sense to stay up there and just try and get as much possible. Um, so I, I think a little bit of my annoyance is just the fact that, that I was just almost stationary the entire fight. How much HP did those girls have? Quite a bit. They're pretty old vampires. Like, we I mean, did, like, a hundred easily to them. I mean, it's one girl. Okay, you didn't the other one at all. Well, yeah, whatever, but... It's like anime. Less than 200, but, like, still a notable amount. And then she had, you know, healing when she drank blood and healing from regen. We, we, we say notable amount, and then, like, me at... I'm still at full HP is at 45. Yeah. Strictly speaking, it was the ideal tactical situation for Illyria and Grove. Oh yeah, yeah no, like it's she... what we were built to do. So like we were fine. It was just like uh, everybody was falling. It was just like, oh, I'm half, I'm at half power because I don't have a dog to run around, and I gotta blink at these things with the arrows. And like, it's great. Like we're gonna win if we, they don't come to us and they're able to stop it. But it was just like, shoot, stay. <laughs> yeah. blames shoot, herself for stay. Grove dying, or for Grove dying, for for you dying. Uh, we'll um, deal with that next session. She basically <laughs> is borderline feral again. Grimhild is trying not to blame Grove. <laughs> um, alright, so unless there's didn't any, you, uh... <laughs> Faustus will ask Grove, didn't you used to have a dog? Well, yeah, I think that was the only like, annoyance oh. I had, but like, just looking back, it was like, yeah, that's it, it was what was necessary, not what was fun. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you definitely, you definitely could have gotten off and done other things, but yeah, I, I guess that it's tactically advantageous to stay up there. It yeah. happens. I'm going to have a salty the entire session, and I apologize. It's no one's No, fault. it's not your fault. It's no. that was oh. oh, that hurts. No, no, no. no. Like a lot of facts. I have a little bit of a question. Is, is us the- knowing, not knowing that that was poison? Is that a function of like our magic people just not looking at them ever since we acquired them? Or you haven't um, done so in a way other than superficial viewing of it, and like the particular type of poison is actively disguised as a healing potion. We, That's what it's like, in the book. Like we know what magic items are immediately. Yeah. Why didn't we look at the? I, I can't look at them. I'm not a Rubio, you know, but I uh, think I did try to analyze them alchemically. It might not have succeeded but i mean yeah so there was no like magical means of detect like you didn't use any magical means to detect it you just basically looked at it like a real person would and that's fine but the thing is disguised as a healing potion so without a crazy high roll you just think I it's thought it was potion. a healing potion so a crazy high roll or like a identify or testing spell. it testing a little bit of it well, that's I better than what right i thought it was magic I thought it was vampire blood, and we had fuck Nick into becoming a vampire. <laughs> oh man, that'd be hilarious! But no, it was just poison. What? What if I had mixed up the healing potion and the and the mauer blood? <laughs> uh, you'd have some interesting circumstance. Vampire blood doesn't last for like crazy long, but uh, you know, <laughs> probably would work if you had fresh blood. Grimhild, you cannot turn yourself into a tactical vampire just to be- beat mauer. I, I would not do that. <laughs> But someone else. someone else into a tactical vampire just to be more. Yeah. Grimhild doesn't need to be a vampire. 
We will first make a bomb collar, put it on them, turn them into a vampire, make them fight Mauer, and promise them we won't kill them once Mauer is dead. Mm. And then, then do it we'll anyway. Go. Yes. <laughs> no, we'd at least try to bring back to that angel to be like, yo, dude, yeah. these two we'll vampires try to get are super important. If we only get to pick one, it's my sister, I'll blow this one up, I don't care. <laughs> Uh, all right, yeah, but I think yeah. unless there's anything else pressing, that's uh, good enough for the recording. So I we'll catch you really, really bad about everything involving X. <laughs> yeah, that was one kick like, of the nuts after another. I, ugh, I feel at least partially responsible because of this. We rolled like ten nat ones this game and one crit. I rolled. We had a couple third advantage, like, disadvantage. Yeah, we had some extreme. Extremely bad luck. I, I don't know. It didn't come out all that bad. My luck was okay. The, uh, comparatively, like the nat twenties versus the nat ones. Like, I mean, sure, but if that's um, like, I mean, you didn't really have many nat ones. It was just like ones on damage, and that's you know not great, but it could be much worse. Sure, I was just expecting the the, the, the extremes of the poles. It was definitely leaning one way, but we probably were closer to the higher end. I mean, yeah, you really were out. in the grand so, scheme of things, guys. If we go up a level, I think. Great weapon master. Oh yeah, I forgot to mention. Yeah, you guys are going up a level, so enjoy should that. I, Figure out your shit after. Check at twenty. Fly now. Check at twenty. Oh, we're leveling. Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll discuss this afterwards. I think this is a good yeah, point to right. cut it. So. Yeah. Okay. Good night, yeah. internet. Good night. Shit sucks.